1: But I think the development of full artificial intelligence will
2: spell the end of the human race. It's a flying object and we don't know what it
3: is. I would hope
0: somebody is checking it out. I don't know
4: if it was a rocket or whatever, but incredibly fast, almost a direction. They would be
3: fast to be an airplane. I'm glad the Pentagon is looking at this, because if it poses a threat, I want them on top of it. Well, the craft generates its own gravitational field. The internet has become the
5: command center for criminals and terrorists. I,
4: don't want to my I
0: need help, please, please help me! I think not why let it happen. You know, that's, that's what we're instructed to say. Roswell, Area 51. Alien kept deep under the ground.
6: Good evening and welcome to Troubled Minds Radio. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and hello to all of you who may also have troubled minds. What's going on, guys? It is Thursday night, which is one of the the nights we get together to talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about. That would be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific. And what are those things, you may ask? Well, there's too much, so I'm going to have to sum up. But it's aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, the governments, academia, the 24-hour news cycle, propaganda, and the general feeling that we live in the upside down. And of course, well, you know me, I love my propaganda. What that really means is I hate my propaganda. And we're going to talk about propaganda tonight, not just in terms of, well, like you would expect, but I think in some cosmic terms, in terms of maybe... Let's say the archetype of the storyteller, because why not? I I like to fancy myself a storyteller, and I may not even be a good one. I I like to say I'm a great one. I may not even be a good one, and it doesn't really matter. The fact of the matter is stories are one of those things that bring us all together. Stories are one of those things that can heal old wounds and maybe let us take the next step as the human we were to becoming the human we are. It's a nice bridge. It's a way to get together, and uh, again, by by dark of night, uh, Whispering into a microphone into the digital darkness to whoever may be listening out there, it's a way to get together and and heal and dream and be and expect better things for tomorrow. It's it's a very good thing in my opinion. It's why I've always done this. It's uh, I'm a writer at heart, and uh, writing's a lot of work. And it was one of those things where I, I wished I had written much more when I was younger. I got all kinds of ideas as you can tell but the the thing is, uh, and, and this is this is the hilarious part uh, is that um, I, I thought well too much writing is way too much work uh, I'm, I'm far too lazy to ever do that uh, so what i'll do is i 'll just start a radio show and uh, let me tell you <laughs> i'm not sure it's less work to be perfectly honest but uh, it doesn't matter I, I don't really care about that that's not uh, i'm not here to complain at all uh, it, i'm uh, I'm here to actually say that uh that we're blessed. That this whole troubled minds idea. That this this um, this community that has been built. This group of people. This group of friends that I've made. This uh, I don't I don't even know how to where to begin uh, to say all the amazing things of where this has come from, where it's headed, and uh, I don't even know. Like it's a, it's sort of a surreal moment for me because if you guys had noticed in the past twenty four hours, we clipped uh, two hundred thousand downloads on uh, on our podcast feed, which uh, you know that doesn't include radio reach. That doesn't include YouTube or Rockfin or it doesn't include D Live or literally anything else we do ever at all. That's only the podcast feed. I mean, that's an absurd number. 200,000. I'm not sure I could ever count to 200,000. Two, in my lifetime, if you know what I'm saying. Maybe I could. Uh, that's probably a, a hell of a challenge. But, I mean, that is an absurdly large number, and I am blessed by that, and we are blessed by that. Uh, and and uh, I owe all of that to you, to, to, to being interested, to uh, wanting to tell stories, wanting to dream bigger, uh, for, for not wanting to accept Less than, and uh, that's why we're here. That's why I've always wanted to do this idea, whatever this is, whatever this is becoming. I don't even know anymore, and it's okay. It's okay to be um, maybe unsettled by success. It's maybe uh, okay to be unsettled by uh, well, uh, the weaponization of stories, and that's what we're going to get to tonight. That's what's on my mind. Before we do any of that, uh, so I want to say thank you to everybody who's been part of this. This is a this is a a big moment for me because it's um, it's seems to be not quite snowball city, but I would say this is a resounding success, just based on the amount of amazing friends that we've made and uh, the, the amount of uh, just uh, just love and energy that we've been poured into this idea that started with, you know, me and Frank back in the day, mumbling into that digital darkness through uh, crappy microphones uh, to, to this, whatever this has become. Like I said, I'm blessed, I'm humbled, and thank you guys so much. I can't say it enough uh, for just all of the amazing support over the years. And um, next month, we're coming up on four years of troubled minds. So it, it's, a, it's a long road, right? It's, they always say the first, uh, what, three years, of anything, is the hardest. And then after that, well, <laughs> that's proven to be true. So thank you again. I can't thank you guys enough uh, for, for listening, for contributing, for just um, just spending your time and energy. Like I always say, that's the most important thing. All right, I'm going to stop rambling about that. And uh, we're, we're going we're gonna to get into the rest of this. So as we do this, what this has become and uh, this was always the dream: is that uh, it's a conversation. It's simply a conversation about things that uh, don't get really uh, talked about, right? They don't get uh, they don't get the, the, the attention they deserve. In my opinion, my opinion. Okay, uh, again, uh, I want to make sure and very clear that the things I talk about many times are my opinion. But I I, I am not so attached to my opinion that I'm going to go down with that ship. I think I'm I'm willing to be wrong, and I think we all should be willing to be wrong because as new evidence comes to light, this world of propaganda we live in. Fake news, real news, everywhere in between. What do you do? Like, where do you go? How do you learn anything anymore when everything is like, well, you can you can follow the, uh, the, the this propaganda down that rabbit hole and convince yourself it's the damn truth. Well, let me tell you, uh, the other side of the propaganda can be compelling and also considered the damn truth. All right, so I don't I don't even know anymore. Like it's like I said, like I always say, this is the question show. This is not the answer show. So please don't ever take it that way. This is just a. Conversation, a conversation between friends—the way I think it should be. All right, and uh, so here we are. So, so once again, thank you very much. We're streaming. We do this live to include you. My long-winded way of saying not only thank you for participating and being you guys and just uh, being amazing to me when you call in and take these ideas seriously, but uh, the second part is that uh, I, I have no inside sources. I, I don't know anything you don't know, and I'm just, I'm just, I'm just a, I'm just a, a, a novice storyteller. On the internet with a microphone, it's it's really not not that not that novel, um, but. Once I add you guys to the mix, everybody out there listening, then suddenly this becomes something different. This becomes something incredible. You see how uh, you can kind of take an idea and galvanize an entire community behind it, and just even for a moment, for a fleeting night, be able to say, well, let's consider this. Let's see if this is real or not, and you see what happens. And as a, that's a, another long-winded way. Again, this is a talk show, by the way, so if you're uh, wondering what the hell's going on, well, uh, welcome to a talk show. And that's what we do as we talk on a talk show. <laughs> but that's my other long-winded way of saying uh, that uh, the secret weapon of troubled minds has always been you. It's been uh, it's been a twinkle a twinkle idea in my brain uh, out there in the stars that I never thought I'd reach, and here we are together, uh, really uh, taking these conversations to places I'd never considered. And that's what this is all about. And so, if you want to be part of the show tonight, part of this discussion as we get going, you can get you can give us a call. We've got an open phone line, several of them. We've got an open Discord and uh, we don't uh, do any of that screening calls or anything. And basically if you troll me, I'll just hang up. So so it's it's as simple as that. I mean you be respectful to me, I'll be respectful to you we'll have a conversation. And you can reach this show by dialing this phone number 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 right there on the screen if you're watching the streams. You can also go to troubledminds.org and click the Discord link and uh, Discord of course is a chat client it's a voice client, it's completely free if you have an internet connection and Uh, you should probably come say hi, because a lot of the people that are part of this show uh, are also active over on the Discord there, and it's how we keep in touch. It's uh, not, you know, anymore you can uh, talk about propaganda and censorship and all the rest of these things like Facebook and, you know, just how we're not allowed to say things anymore. We're just, it's literally become 1984, all right? I I think we've arrived. 2022, it's official. Uh, It is 1984. Maybe George Orwell was off with his date, but I think we've arrived in the sense that that we can't even begin to consider things that are off the beaten path, off the narrative, right? The narrative, the party narrative. And you know what that means, right? The party narrative, of course, is always changing, because the party itself can never be wrong. Because if the party's wrong, well, then it's embarrassment, then they have to have accountability and transparency to the people that they're supposed to be serving, right? That's the issue here. That's the problem. Well, but that's not what happens, right? Instead, The party has become such a massive uh, leviathan of uh, red tape and grotesque laws that instead uh, they start to label us, the citizens, the people that that actually care about this world we live in and want to do right by it and right by ourselves, they label us the enemy. Which, of course, makes no damn sense. And that's part of the whole living in the upside, upside down bit that I'm always talking about. And that's what we're going to do here tonight. So a couple things real quick, and then we'll get going. Is is, um, is well, Let's see. What do we got? Uh, a secret weapon of Troubled Minds is you. We got a uh, phone number, 702-957-1037. Troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link. Also, please join the Discord at uh, fringe.fm slash chat. That will give you a direct invite. Because, of course, we're streaming on Rockfin YouTube, Live and Twitter. And we're broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. And uh, so one more thing. There's also uh, the easiest way to listen to Troubled Minds is to download the Fringe app. You can find that at uh, the iTunes App Store and of course the, uh, the Android App Store It's completely free at 7 o'clock Monday through Thursday. Smash the play button on the app and you will get... Michael Strange, and of course, all the, the army of troubled minds out there, troubled minds nation. So, what we're going to do is uh, we're going to do that, and we're going to let's get going. So, of course, as you know me, uh, I am not only long winded; I am also uh, a dreamer and a storyteller, and I, I like to see these narratives in well, in the shape of not just as a party and propaganda, but I like to see these narratives in the form of. Humanity in the form of where we came from and where we're going to, and so of course uh, I'm just peeling through the news cycle this morning because I just can't sleep anymore. I guess it's part of getting old. <laughs> I was I was awake at again like five o'clock in the morning again for some just bizarre reason I can't even explain it anymore. I just I just can't sleep. I just can't sleep. May, maybe it's the impending nuclear war. Maybe that's it. Maybe it has nothing to do with that. I have no idea. Anyway, so I was just peeling through the news today, and uh, as I usually do, and I came across this. And I thought this was a fascinating article. This is from sciencealert.com. And it starts here. Scientists can now trace Earth's history in individual grains of sand. Ah, if that isn't worthy of a story, I'm not sure what is. Because if you think about this, in terms of just storytelling, like I was describing as we began tonight, well, one grain of sand can have a billion years of stories, can it not? I think that's the thing here, and this is this is pretty fascinating. It's very scientific, and it it goes down the rabbit hole quite a bit if you want to kind of chase this. I'll read just a little bit of this, but it, it got me thinking in terms of not just one grain of sand can carry a billion years in stories, all right? And of course, we're talking geologically. We're talking all kinds of different ways scientifically, how they can try and determine this, that, or the other thing with a grain of sand. But then also, uh, we've talked in the past about the Gaia hypothesis, how maybe the Earth is a living organism. It's self-regulating. Things like this, right? But then in those terms, uh, well, there's, there are many larger stories to be told than just, well, what you have in a grain of sand. But if every grain of sand has a billion stories to be told... You see how rich and wonderful this earth actually is. So let's read just a little bit of this, and then we'll keep on trucking it. I'll I'll get you to where I was thinking and where we're headed tonight. Because, of course, it comes back to propaganda. It comes back to the temple of the storyteller. It comes back to the fact that those things that should bring us together, those ideas, those dreams, those staring into the night sky and hoping for better days ahead, have been weaponized. That's what this is about. Uh, And uh, that's what I'm talking about tonight. So here we go. We're going to start here. Grains of sand on a beach can tell us more than you might think about the history of the planet the entire history of the planet. Check that out. New research reveals something to think about the next time you're heading to the coast for a swim or splash around. Straight from this article in Science Alert, scientists have developed a new metric to determine what they call the age distribution fingerprint of the mineral zircon in sand. That fingerprint can then be used to reveal more about the evolution of the surface of the earth across billions of years. All right. Hmm. All right billions of years. One grain of sand, billions of stories. Zircon is something that geologists look out for because it can be formed when continents crash into each other. Those crystals can in some cases be billions of years old, carrying a huge amount of history with them. Uh, the durability of zircon makes it resistant to geological erosion and as it forms sediments, it stores information along with it. Alright, that's pretty fantastic. That's kind of, uh, if you want to go a little bit woo-woo, kind of Superman-esque, you know, with the, uh, uh, his his father, uh, the Noble Cal-El, if you're out there, Noble Cal-El, but Cal-El is his father, I believe, Superman's uh, dad, who actually uh, resides in a crystal. And he never actually knew him. He was uh, jettisoned from Krypton when he was a baby. I'm talking about Superman. And, of course, he only knows his father through the technology of crystals. And if you think in terms of this, like we're, we're saying, hey, look, now Zircon in particular can give you the idea of billions of years of stories and one grain of sand, all right? So interesting. It got just, again, you can you, you can go peel down this and read the science, and it, it's pretty interesting stuff. But of course, that's just where we begin tonight. And as you know, where we, where we begin is always not where we end because these conversations are open-ended, nonlinear, and we can take it wherever you want to take it, and that's that. So uh, it got me thinking, right, of course, in terms of storytelling, in terms of, well, the history of things and not just one grain of sand that has a billion stories or more, but what about people? What about, we talked about uh, this with the Anne Rice Inspiration Show, if you guys were around for that, and it's just um, the power of speech, the power of being together, the power of just hoping for a better tomorrow, that hope, right, that Pandora's box where hope was left inside. It's... it's. Um, it's unfortunate that here we are in a world where we try and can the hope we try and we try and hide it we try and take it away and rob it from people in uh, in the name of the party in the name of these useless just grotesque wars that continue to pop up every single day and i don't even i don't even have to tell you i don't even have to tell you like you know exactly what i'm talking about we'll get into that a little bit later but here we go right so then we got this and so i'm thinking in terms of stories all right i'm thinking in terms of a grain of sand and a grain of sand if it has billions of stories within it scientifically it can tell you a ton of things it's been through amazing things on this earth all right well then we have this this is from scitech daily and we go here and nostalgia can relieve pain viewing images from childhood reduces pain perception all right? Now, this is wild. So you start to think, like I said, in terms of storytelling and maybe hope for a better future and the rest of these things, if you're looking at this in terms of uh, maybe stories as healing, right? We talk about magic all the time on this show. Is it real? Is it not? Well, if you know, we have science so many time, so many times catching up to the things we're discussing, the things we're talking about, is that in this sense, well, if we're talking about nostalgia can actually reduce pain perception you see the healing power of exactly what I'm talking about of us of us again dreaming Staring at the stars, hoping for a better tomorrow. And in these stories, in these fables, we're gonna We can talk about Aesop's fables tonight. There's all kinds of stuff that we can talk about. I, I went down so many rabbit holes today, just kind of looking at this, and I was like, well, there's a billion ways this can go. Because uh, interestingly and amazingly, uh, just like that grain of sand where we began. So let's read a little bit of this, and then we'll keep on trucking. Uh, so reflecting on fond memories goes a step beyond making you feel warm and fuzzy. Nostalgia can reduce pain perception. Nostalgia decreases activity in pain-related brain areas and decreases subjective ratings of thermal pain, according to the research recently published in the J. Neurosci. And uh, the researchers from the Chinese Academy of Sciences measured the brain activity of adults with fMRI while the participants rated the nostalgia levels of images and rated the pain of thermal stimuli. The nostalgic images featured scenes and items from an average childhood, like popular candy, cartoon TV shows, and schoolyard games. Images in the control condition depicted corresponding scenes and items from modern life. Viewing nostalgic items reduced pain ratings compared to viewing control images, with the strongest effect on low intensity pain and you see what I'm saying here you see you see where I'm going with this if one grain of sand can have a billion or even billions of stories and now we're talking about nostalgia as a way to reduce pain and who knows as this science continues I'm no doctor uh, please uh, consult your doctor before you change your diet all those things but maybe who knows maybe nostalgia can uh, help with inflammation and all kinds of other things that science hasn't even tapped into yet and of course where's that bring us that brings us to exactly where I started tonight. The idea that the power of a story can carry us, can take us from dark places to places we could never imagine. And in this, this shows one example of that, it, literally one example of that, where, again, you know, we started with nobody listening. We, we were talking about crazy stuff for, for a damn near year before anybody even, before the first person ever called into the show, right? Always had an open phone line from the very first show. And uh, if you have nobody listening, nobody calls. And eventually, Kelly out there. If Kelly's out there listening, Kelly called us. And uh, then we had more people call us, and more people call us, and more people call us. And suddenly, here we are tonight, telling stories on the internet. As my detractors would say, telling ghost stories on the internet. But you get what I'm saying tonight. This isn't about any of those things, but it's about all of those things. Where we are sort of with our backs to the wall with this propaganda, with this garbage news, with this—you uh, can you can chase any propaganda rabbit hole down and convince yourself, hook, line, and sinker, that it's the truth of all truths. But the fact of the matter is, it's not. It's absolutely not. It's all lies. And uh, it's spin, it's uh, misrepresentation, and it's just a bunch of garbage. And it's unfortunate. Our back is to that wall, the proverbial wall in that we want to dream as people. We want to expect the best for tomorrow. We want to be able to have this nostalgic healing. We want to be able to share ideas and stories and not propaganda and miserable war footage that's played 24 hours a day on mainstream news sources. You guys been watching the news? Are you getting uh, you getting uh, actual uh, nightmares because of this? Yeah. Yeah. We're going to get to that tonight. We're, gonna, we're talking about that. We are talking about Ukraine tonight, but not in the terms like everybody else talks about Ukraine, okay? Because, well, this is troubled minds. We do things differently. We do things in a way where we, I always say, like, look up, don't look down. And I don't mean not look down in the terms of, you know, don't trip over your shoelaces because definitely don't do that. But if we're going to dream, why are we going to dream about propaganda and drama? And what Kim Kardashian said to Kanye West, who cares, honestly, who cares? There's so many amazing things out there. When you stare up at the sky, just that one thing, that one idea staring up at the sky. And that's what we're talking about tonight. Just the ideas that we can be together. We can have our back to that wall and nothing can stop us from dreaming. Nothing can stop us from this nostalgic healing. Nothing can stop us from being who we are. And that's 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 what this is about. That's what this has always been about, the human spirit, the strength of the soul, the power of the mind and the ability to overcome all the garbage that they throw at us. And that among many other things is what we're talking about tonight. So as we go Now you've had a piece of my mind. I'd love to have a piece of yours. If you want to be part of the show tonight, part of the discussion, I'd love to hear your ideas. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And the question is this, regarding weaponizing the narrative, how important is storytelling when we are awash in propaganda? That's what's on my mind. One more time, 702-957-1037. Give me a call. Love to hear what you have to say. And, of course, this is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. Don't go anywhere. More propaganda, fake news, your calls, and me when we return. Be right back. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we are streaming on Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter. And we are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. And tonight, we are talking about the idea that our storytelling has been robbed from us. Weaponized in propaganda, spin Lies and misinformation. And if you ask me, I am not happy about it. You can't watch any bit of the news anymore and not be absolutely suspicious of what agenda is going down. And that is what's on my mind tonight. And this is why, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of the world, why we cannot have nice things. And you know why. You know why that is. Because they make this impossible to be human. They make it impossible to think you know anything about anything and uh, don't mind me as i try and fix my webcam here because <laughs> things break on the fly but i'd love to hear your thought about your thoughts about this like basically it it's it's very simple right uh, sometimes i'm very long winded and i try and go the long way around not because it's um it's cheeky or it's cute or any anything like that i just think that uh it's important for you to hear my entire thought process as we go from where we began tonight to where we're headed i think that's the important part here so you can kind of see how I think, the way I think If if And if it's flawed, that's fine That's okay, that's why we do it in this format That's why it's unscripted, that's why all those things Are the way they are on this show So uh, long-winded, I'm not scared of But So you get the idea, right? There's so many ways we can take this Because of course we're talking about mythology We're talking about Aesop's fables We're talking about the idea that we can tell Stories to each other in a healing way And again, give us hope For the future, but well uh, If you turn on the news, it doesn't seem that's the case Right? It seems that uh, it's a bang in the war drums it's world war three world war three world war three nuclear escalations uh nato european union right um uh, a refugee crisis not seen since 1939 in europe right world war two i mean there's so much that's just um unfortunate that okay let me let me cut to the chase and get to why i'm talking about this and then we'll we'll get back to this so the idea is basically look it's simple It's simple. Stories can heal us. Stories can help us put us in a positive place. Stories can help with our dreams. Stories can help human beings become better humans. And that's what this is about. And well, when you look at some of these other things, some of this news coming out of, oh, I don't know. um, Let's say, let's go to BuzzFeed News and just look at this real quick. And this is a a perfect example. Uh, Thousands of Russians, including celebrities, are risking being arrested to protest Putin's invasion of Ukraine. All right. And so you, you say, all right, Mike, that's fine. That's fine. Well, does, what does that have to do with stories? Well, <laughs> let me tell you. It's, uh, it's one of those things where uh, you can go out and you can protest in some places in the world, and it's okay. It's still legal. We talk about those, those basic human rights on this show from time to time. Though, of course, right, they've been eroded over time. That We've been led to believe that we can do these things without becoming the enemies of the state, sort of Orwellian style. But then there's also this idea that if you do, if you protest war, then you're the criminal. And again, if, you, if you're thinking in terms of the way I think that all of this is upside down and we do live in the upside down, think about that. Just think about it. Think about the concept If you protest people killing each other, you're the criminal. (laughs) You're the criminal. You get this? You see? You see, right? And I know it's not a novel concept. They've been talking about this for years and years and years, decades and centuries, the whole thing, right? But you get what's going on in that they're not even telling us the truth about this stuff. Like in particular, uh, Vladimir Putin is trying to shut down all speech over there because he doesn't want he doesn't want the idea getting out that the state may be wrong all right and that's Orwellian as hell that's literally 1984 in a sloppy bucket all right and uh well and that's not it's not the only place and that's the unfortunate part all right so back to the storytelling and the rest of this look at this I'm going to just burn through these articles real quick so you can see where I'm I'm leading here and uh yeah back to freedom of speech. And of course, what does that include? Freedom of speech includes lots of things, doesn't it? It includes that ability to protest freely, uh, peacefully, peacefully, peacefully protest, right? Clearly burning things down and shooting people is not a peaceful protest. But if if you protest peacefully against a war where people are killing each other, that should be fine, right? Well, it's not. In Russia, they're arresting people for that including, uh, notably and uh, infamously here in the West, a survivor of the Siege of Stalingrad back in World War II. She was out there, 95 years old or however old she is, holding up an anti-war sign. Can you believe this? In the Soviet Union, the old days, in Russia today, well, she's holding up an anti-war sign. And what did they do? You got it. They arrested her. <laughs> they arrested her. Like, how sick is this? This is the sick world we live in. Okay, and I'm only going to stay on this for a little while, so bear with me. Uh, we're going to get back to the storytelling in just a sec, but you, you get what I'm talking about. This is from uh, MSM. Thousands of Russian anti-war protesters arrested. What are the freedom of speech laws in Russia? Well, clearly they don't exist, or maybe they've been. If they do, even in a partial amount, that maybe they've been suspended for wartime activities. If you know what I'm saying, wink, wink. Uh, and then let's go to this. Yeah, because, of course, they don't want this information getting out. Because dangerous information, and this is the craziest part, if you are against the whim of the state, and the the state's whim is to murder people then you become the enemy you become the criminal here and check it out and they cannot keep enough propaganda in line to convince people that killing people is correct because it's literally against the fundamental nature of decent well-adjusted people all right it just is like we don't wake up in the morning like all right we're cheering for world war three here i want mass carnage today nobody wants that it's horrific and if you've been watching the mainstream media it's horrific we're literally seeing people, like, literally short of, like, people exploding into pieces, right? Just short of that. Maybe the heaping slag that's left afterward, where it's it's so disfigured you can't even pick a body out of that visually. That's what we're seeing. We're seeing the carnage of this. We're seeing exactly what's going on with this idea of stealing the things we can say, stealing the ideas we can share. And, of course, through propaganda, through intimidation, through arresting people, through the police state, through, again, Orwellian policies that are literally, everybody's adopting them as fast as possible, as fast as possible, you name it. The the technocrats, Facebook, Twitter, all of them, all of them, right? You can only say certain things, even Discord, Discord, who I've championed so hard and so often because it was a way to bring people together and just let people speak their mind in a place without technocratic oversight well they just changed that in the last several days they just changed that so maybe Discord's going to start running off communities like troubled minds for all i know all right but you get the idea now check this out this is from uh where is this from i don't know where the hell this came from the financial review and uh i'll get off this in a second get off the, the ukraine stuff but look fears grow that putin may declare martial law in russia Why do you think that is? Because we can't get together and tell anti-war stories, can we? We can't get together and share the fact that people want something better for tomorrow than just another crappy war. You see where I'm headed with this? Listen, fears are growing in Russia that President Vladimir Putin may impose martial law as he moves his beleaguered economy and restive population onto a full war footing. The Kremlin, which has already been arresting anti-war protesters and shutting down liberal media, has now called on an extraordinary session of parliament for Friday that could authorize emergency powers. Oh, but I thought I thought in Russia it's not an actual war. Right, he's not he's not allowing the press over there to say that. Now, in any case, media reports suggest thousands of Russians are trying to flee the country, as any declaration of martial law could shut the borders and prevent people leaving. Uh, Tatiana Sten- Stenovaya, a non-resident scholar at the Carnegie Moscow Center, is one of those suggesting martial law would be Mr. Putin's logical response to the crisis gripping Russia, as sanctions bite and the invasion takes its toll on his authority. You see. You see what's going on here? This is not about anything just. This is not about a better tomorrow. This is about the same old, same old. This is about Orwellian 1984 stealing our ability to dream of that better tomorrow. And that's why this pisses me off so much. Because it's, it's, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Uh, literally just um, clothed in something new right but it's nothing's changed nothing has changed here we are in the same spot with no momentum hoping we finally move past this as humans and no no nuclear escalation escalations talk of world war three right this is where we're at so you get why i'm upset you get why i think the ability to dream and tell these stories is an important thing And if it's being twisted and robbed from us, and this propaganda, this whole network of, well, lies, misinformation, and basically weaponizing not the truth, weaponizing a wicked tomorrow against us. That's what this is about. And I don't like it. I really don't like it, and that's what I'm talking about tonight. Anyway, what are your thoughts here? So back to this, back to this idea of, again, the Joseph Campbell idea, right, the mythology. Back to the idea that, uh, well, we begin with this amazing quote that we have here, and yeah, I like this. We can get back to the woo-woo stuff because I get it. You guys don't come here for, like, war updates, and I'm not here for that either. But I am here to say, look, the way this is heading is not a good spot. Even if, right, we say, oh, the carnage is, has been you know, pinned down to a minimum and uh, it's, the, the escalations have stopped, there's still people being murdered out there. And we're expected to get behind the state and wave our fist like this is a good thing. I won't do it. I won't do it. Here we go. This is from Joanne Morris in 2017. Every story that has ever been told or will be exists timelessly within the void. This is the temple of the storyteller. And that's what I'm talking about tonight. I'm not talking about the propagandist lies, the the justifications for murder. It's not what I'm talking about. The Orwellian garbage that they expect us to double think, the new speak, where you can't even say particular words or you're a Nazi or a criminal or worse. I'm talking about dreams. I'm talking about stories. I'm talking about fables and myths and our ideas of getting together and having that dream of a better tomorrow. And if they rob that from us, what do we have left? That's my question tonight. Love to hear your thoughts. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. We're talking about the archetype of the storyteller. We're talking about the bard. We're talking about the idea that you can take a simple breadcrumb of an idea and turn it into a three-hour conversation. We're talking about the fact that the phone line just dropped, but we'll get that back on in just a sec. But you tell me, what is this about? I think in terms of all this, uh, this is why I get upset, right? Uh, It's why we can't have nice things. It's because we always have to somehow justify Whatever garbage we're supposed to expect is the truth uh, with whatever Orwellian uh, double-think newspeak stuff that they try and, like, spin in the newspapers or on the Internet or social media, right? And that's what's going on out there. And in terms of that, uh, they did do, if you guys have seen this, uh, you know, Zelensky, the Ukrainian guy, yeah, they're uh, doing deep fakes. Russia's doing deep fakes of this guy surrendering, trying to spread it out there in Ukraine to try and get them to say, uh-oh, well, I guess it's over. We should surrender. All right. You see what's going on here? Again, even within one of the most horrific things, standing up against the belly of the beast sort of thing, they're trying to fool people. They're trying to intimidate people. They're trying to get people to believe that their hope has expired. And I think, well, I think human hope is without expiration date. And that's what I'm talking about tonight. So I don't know. Like I said, we're not really talking about Ukraine. It was just sort of a peripheral, peripheral thing in the idea tonight. And I wanted to make sure that uh, I gave you the full thought because it is, it's a little bit thick tonight. It's a little bit uh, sort of wading in uh, with some, some waiters and whatnot and all the rest of that, but it's okay. All that is okay, and that's what we're doing right now. So, once again, phone lines back up if you want to be part of the show tonight, 702-957-1037, and we'll get back to the storytelling, all right? Now, it got me thinking in terms of this, right? So, the storytelling, cultural traditions, power of storytelling, and, uh, again, how they're trying to rob it from us. But then it brought me upon this story in particular. It's an old mythology. And uh, I love old mythologies. I've got this book right next to me called, what's it called? It's called um, World Mythologies is what it's called. And um, I actually re- read this back in college. And uh, it uh, I, I, I was on the bookshelf and I was like, oh, wow, that's probably a good time to revisit this uh, so many years later and troubled minds uh, doing its thing, right? But there's this one story. There's a spider, and I was going to do a show about spiders tonight, by the way, because I was so inspired by this particular story. Uh, but let's not. Let's uh, let's talk about this story just in, in in context to this entirety of the rest of the conversation. But we've got this story named Anansi. A-N-A-N-S-I. Anansi. Anansi is the king of stories, the trickster, the joke maker, and the teacher of those who would follow these traditions. Anansi can be summoned by those with a gift for stories. Either to listen to a well-told tale or to help someone who is talented, but just beginning to become a master storyteller. The origin of this tale, of course, uh, are from the Ashanti people of Ghana, who brought the traditions of the Caribbean with them, when, where they truly blossomed. Other stories are told throughout West Africa, but uh, they are most prolific in locations such as Jamaica. This is uh, from mythology.net, in case you guys want to follow along. Oops, that's the wrong button. I uh, mean, my buttons push the wrong button. Anyway, so uh, Anansi is the child of the godly manifestations of his mother, the earth, and his father, the sky. Uh, that would be uh, awesome. Uh, can, can I say these uh, Asasi-ya, the earth and the sky would be Niami. All right, and I, I'm probably mispronouncing all this stuff, but you guys will forgive me. I'm sure. Uh, so he is a uh, an Anansi. This spider is actually a spider, right? In terms of uh, what this actually is, he is a true representation of all things of heaven and earth. He has many children with his wife Aso, but the most notable child is. N- Takuma, a boy who plays a significant part in one of the more popular legends regarding the bringing of wisdom to the world. And of course, this is in terms of this storytelling, right? Because wisdom, uh, not just uh, hope and all those things that I said are amazing about human beings, but also, uh, well, wisdom. Wisdom comes from storytelling. Uh, We talked about last night about maybe uh, uh, the idea of DNA memory. Well, what about not DNA memory at all, but what about wisdom of the ancients through mythology? through folklore, through passing down generational tales of whatever they may be. That's what I'm talking about tonight. So let's get this. Uh, Let's see. So Anansi looked around him. This is where this begins. And I'm going to, again, I'll read some of this. And like I said, I'd rather hear from you guys, but I think this is an important thing to, to maybe frame the way I'm thinking about this. So Anansi, the spider, looked around him, enjoying the world, but seeing that it was a rather boring place. Realizing that the people had no stories to tell because his father, Naomi, was hoarding them in a box in the sky, Anansi set about a plan to take them from his father. Check that out. All of the stories hidden away in a box in the sky. Does that sound familiar? It sounds like where we're headed. It seems like a lot of these tales seem to be maybe reverse on themselves, and uh, right? Uh, truth is stranger than fiction sort of stuff, and, well, we're not allowed to tell stories anymore, and it's quickly becoming that. But here we go. This continues. So Anansi rose into the sky on a silken thread that he had spun, as a spider, of course, and approached Niami to ask if he could give them to the people so that they could enjoy the stories and learn from their wisdom. Of course, his father was impressed that Anansi had even found a way to approach him with his spider web and whatnot. So even though he did not want to release the stories, he assigned Anansi with what he thought was an impossible task, right? Uh, Na- Naomi told his son that if he could bring four creatures to him, he would trade Anansi the stories. The creatures were the most fearsome in creation. Onini, a huge python, Osibo, a hungry leopard, the deadly Mo- Moboro hornets, and the invisible fairy, Moesha, Moesha, I think that's how you say it, who was famous for her pride, greed, and quick temper. And notice, right, notice this This sort of um, has a parallel, doesn't it, to sort of the the trials of Hercules, and uh, again to Joseph Campbell, and the idea that uh, a lot of these mythologies are not just as they seem, they are, they're also all the same story, just retold over and over with a different cast of characters, and retold by a different group of people. And, well, it seems to be similar, doesn't it? But the thing that caught my attention about it was, of course, back to the storytelling. Back to the idea that in a box in the heavens, sealed, tight, and hidden from the world, were all the stories that have ever been told. And those stories, of course, if we go back to the other quote, brings us to the temple of the storyteller. And that's what I'm talking about tonight. So what are your thoughts? I don't know. Am I too far off the rails? A little bit too uh, ushy gushy for you? That's okay. If it is, uh, I'm a, I'm a big boy and I've, uh, I've been told worse, so it's okay. But I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. What do you think about this idea of storytelling as healing? What about storytelling as hope? And what about this idea that uh, propaganda is literally the opposite? It's uh, lies, it's misinformation, it's fabrication. It's the idea that we are not allowed hope in any capacity anymore because we have to hook, line, and sinker swallow the hook of their narrative. I don't like it. I don't like this. I think that uh, the, the more I watch the news, the more I pay attention to, to news cycles, the more I am tuned in to what's actually going on here, the more I'm convinced we do indeed live in the upside down. And the things that you would expect to be normal, normal human things, they can't be. They're not allowed to be by this same ruling class of a-holes because we're on the radio, right? But you know who they are. You know exactly who they are. In this case, we've got an individual by the name of Vladimir Putin. But of course, who knows? These stories are always, always, always very complicated. Because, of course, there's a ton of things going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. There's a ton of things going on that uh, we'll never know about, right? Because it's going to be misinformation, propaganda from both sides, finger pointing, all the rest of this. But I don't know. So you tell me. What, speaking in terms of propaganda, speaking in terms of storytelling, what about the idea of this Temple of the Storyteller and on this fantastic sort of Caribbean, West African mythology of this, all the stories of all time, being locked in a box in the heavens. And of course, because of that amazing quote tonight, where we began sort of-ish in that long, meandering way, we're talking about that. Every story that has ever been told or will be exists timelessly within the void. This is the Temple of the Storyteller. This is from Joanne Morris in 2017, and this is from com is where I found that that quote. So that's what's on my mind tonight. Like I said, just another random Thursday night on troubled minds, considering that uh, maybe all the stories ever told have already been out there. They'll always be out there. And they began in a locked box in the sky. And so my point tonight is this and bringing all this up in a long winded way that I do is that I think it's time we unlock that box. I think it's time that we allow those stories to inspire. We allow those stories to heal and we reject outright the criminality Of the propaganda, of the wartime machine, and the election cycle, and well, welcome to Troubled Minds. Love to hear your thoughts on this as we as we do this and keep on trucking. And uh, you tell me, what about this idea of the temple of the storyteller? So we can take this to the woo-woo level if you want. Now, as always, right? You know me. I'm open to that at any time. So, do you think it's possible that every story that's ever been told or ever will be told exists somewhere out there in the void, and that? spot in the void itself is known as this temple of the storyteller that's what I'm talking about that's what I'm talking about tonight what do you think about that idea have you heard this story of Anansi the spider and the stories locked in a box in the sky 702 957 1037 that's 702 957 1037 and we'll put you on the show it's as easy as that uh, we got James of Salcedo Paranormal on deck we'll go to him as soon as we come back from the break but uh, let's do that first let's take the quick break so like I said sometimes it's not easy. It's not easy being me, if you know what I mean. But it's not easy being you. And what I mean by that is sometimes my thoughts are too big. (laughs) Sometimes these dreams are, well, difficult to articulate through a microphone. But I'm undaunted. I try anyway. And here we go. If you want to be part of the discussion tonight, we're talking about Storytelling. We're talking about propaganda and how they're trying to steal it all from us. 702 957 1037. That's 702 957 1037. This is Trouble of Minds. I'm Michael Strange. Don't go anywhere. More, all of this, and James of Salcido Paranormal when we return. Be right back. We are talking about alien, the alien abduction phenomenon. Alien, 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 alien. The aliens
3: are are looking through your eyes and they're accessing your optic, your your optic
6: nerve. i through that optic nerve, nerve. They're transferring to your brain. People, people are telling
3: Random, random, random images. Does so it traverse neurons in our brain? got, all right, so maybe, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe, uh, and they also feel them planting or receiving memories or ideas or images. Side of Las Vegas, from somewhere in space-time, loosely labeled Generation X on planet Earth, and asking questions of
6: evening and welcome to Troubled Minds Radio. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and hello to all of you who may also have troubled minds. What's going on, guys? It's Thursday night, one of the nights we get together and talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific. What are those things? Aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, the government, academia, the 24-hour news cycle. Propaganda and the general feeling that we live in the upside down. Tonight we're discussing this idea that propaganda is robbing us of good old-fashioned healing and hopeful stories. And that's what's on my mind tonight. What do you think? And also, if we, you want to take it in the woo sector, we can talk about this temple of the storyteller. This idea that stories themselves have been locked away in the void forever to be retrieved by us when we're ready to tell them. If you want to talk about that, love to hear your thoughts. At 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. We'll put you on the show. We're streaming on Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter. We're broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. And, of course, we're taking your phone calls as part of this discussion, as we always do. So let's just do it. Let's get straight to our good friend, Robert, in Pennsylvania. Thanks for being patient, my friend. Welcome to Troubled Minds. go right ahead.
1: Ah, uh, I got a story to tell you. I linked this Troubled Minds show to all three of my writers' pages, all right? And so far, uh, I hope they don't think I've led them astray, all right? Because uh, the, the first hour has been mostly about contemporary problems uh, with propaganda and stuff. I'm sure they're tuning in to listen about this temple of a storyteller.
4: All right, so okay.
1: I going to assure them I'm going to assure those of my followers who, are, who have clicked that link that that's coming. I know it's coming. All right, And I'm going to talk about it now.
6: Okay,. Well, I did set it up. I did set it up. I just wanted to make sure you, you got the entire thought process. But go right ahead. Let's talk about this temple of the storyteller.:
1: OK, I'm going to give you an experience I had. All right? Uh, one night, late at night. I was playing around with my word processor, trying to come up with a story, and all of a sudden, this this whole thing came over me, and I started writing this thing, and I and to to this day I don't know where it came from. It was the strangest story I ever wrote, and it's in in my book, and and that's uh, Johnny Barker. All right, I'm looking at this thing as it's going coming along, and I'm thinking, where is this coming from? Because I. I mean, you have a, a tale here about a guy that's obsessed with Jane Fonda and and has all kinds of, well, I'm not going to, I'm just saying that story came from the ether. That, if there's a temple of the storyteller, that was downloaded into my brain.
6: Okay. me. Uh, so so we've talked about this before as well on this show. Back, remember back to the Anne Rice and sort of that, that discussion. Uh, where does inspiration come from and sort of that idea? But this Temple of the Storyteller is, the, is that idea that these, these, these stories themselves are already out there. They are in, the, and again, back to this idea of this uh, old mythology from from West Africa or the, the Caribbean. It, it ends up being that these stories are locked in this box sort of out there, unattainable. But of course, right, as you know, the the hero will uh, complete the, the 12 tasks of Hercules. In this case, it's the four. And they get the stories released to the world, to us. And I've read that story with the Jane Fonda one, and I did think it was a little bit strange in comparison to the rest.
1: <laughs> I, I still, to this day, don't know where it come from. I can only just say it kind came from the temple of storyteller, because that's not something that I would plot and put together it just all that every word of it just straight down to the end I didn't even have to edit the thing um but it's kind of like that what you're talking about it's kind of like the Akashic records right and, and I have to say that I believe that that every story from from the first story of early man to the present and all future stories ever all stories ever told or ever will be told is in some kind of ether like the Acaciac Records. Right? And when it's time for them to be downloaded, all right, to be presented to a population, to the people of the earth, and I'm saying when it's time to, all right, it comes down. Um, maybe when Charles Dickens was writing uh, uh, Oliver Twist you know, the whole novel was there, all right? And it was downloaded to him because it was the time to do that.
6: Sort of, the, 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 that, that whole term that the idea was in the air. I like that. So, so maybe it's uh, up there somewhere in this void waiting to be re- released, but the time is not now. And the time when it does come to you is it's kind of been sprinkled down from above. I love it, man. I, love the, I never thought about that. That would be like a celestial timekeeper of sorts for these stories, right? Maybe we're not ready for them well, yet. Maybe and, they would have and, maximum and there's impact. there's a
1: purpose to that. There's a purpose to that because there have been, you know, the, the, this, this, the, the whole secret of, the, not a secret, but uh, the way the world is shaped, the way the world changes is most often from the written word. Uh, you had Sinclair Lewis's The Jungle. Which changed the meatpacking industry, you know. Um, you had uh, the Grapes of Wrath by John Steinbeck, all right. That uh, told the story uh, of, of 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 the hobos and the and and, and the people struggling during the Great Depression. Um, I'm saying that, and then you had uh, uh, the uh, what was that book? Uh, well, anyway. The most important books changed the world. They got, you know, they got attention. They changed the world. People ch- ch- changed, their minds about. The, well, and Charles Dickens, Oliver Twist, changed, them, changed the workhouse situation in, in old England. All right, uh, you know, there was, you know, it moved uh, that country from, from the workhouses and from the, and, and from the debtors' prisons. So that you know it, that held there until you know up there in the ether until it was ready to be told. And, and you, you just mentioned earlier about you know you you wanted to be a writer, all right. And you don't have time. You've told me before you don't have the time for it. But one thing you do have the time for, and one thing you could take advantage of, is that all this information that your program uh, has garnered over these these years, all right, you have a, a now a deep understanding of all this metaphysical stuff, the science fiction stuff. Uh, you, you know, you have a, it's all in there like an encyclopedia, all right, all just there and stored, all right, maybe the temple of the storytellers in your mind, all right, that you could take, you know, cherry pick and write a story. All right. What I would suggest you do, because I, you know, I love writers, and if anybody has that instinct, I want to encourage them. If you don't have time to write, you do have time to write ideas, All right? just like you've come up with ideas for your show. And, you, know, you may be sitting back, musing a little bit, and thinking about, well, uh, this, this topic was a couple years ago, but I think I can write a story about that. Maybe you don't have time to write that story at this time you know you, you really got a full schedule but you can at least write the idea for the story down and go and get back to it later
6: for sure I've actually got a lot of that really happening that's happening so it is happening and you're correct a lot, a lot of the inspiration for some of the new ideas have come from you have come from uh, uh, the amazing people that call into this show and if I start to name everybody I'll leave somebody else so I'll just say from the Roberts from you and, and everybody else, because it is, uh, you know, we, we inspire each other. That's what this is all about. But you, you get my idea, though, here, right? Sort of in the idea, in the vein of these stories, they are hope. They are, they are like you said, maybe they come to us at a particular time for a particular reason. And I think, uh, you know, with, with all this fear and propaganda, it's, it's being stolen from us. And that was the, sort of the secondary theme of this show. And I wanted to take it the long way around for that reason in particular. I just wanted to make sure that it kind of got that into yeah, the conversation,
1: you were getting into—you into, know—what the state of our world is right now, where lies are truth and truth are lies, correct? Right? And 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 it's—and—and it's, and, and you're looking for the truth. Everything's a story, whether it's Ukraine or or it's the the homeless or whatever. And all your all people are doing is looking for an answer, a truth, and and because there's been you know this whole philosophy since 9-11, probably, of lies are truth, and truth is lies. Nobody knows what to believe anymore. You, you're correctors. There's, and, and there's fake, there's big fakes going on right now with this Ukrainian thing on both sides, right? And that's why I said in a couple of programs ago, I don't believe any of the videos or pictures I'm seeing. And, you know, it's, it, it sounds outrageous to say that, but because of, of, of what's happened over the last 20 years, I can't help it. I'm wondering, is that for real? I, I know that's not uh, uh, the president of Ukraine with his troops there. That's that's old pictures from a few years ago. All right. But they're presenting as though he's there now, although he's bunkered down as well as Putin. All right? Well, that's getting off of the story thing. But I, I'm going to make one prediction and then we get off the phone. Sure. I predict that. The day will come when you'll write your life story, but there'll be others writing yours.
6: That's very nice. I hope. I hope. Uh, I hope we get to that point. And, I- and I'm with you. I agree. I, I- uh, not having time to write is an excuse. And uh, it's uh, again, like I said, this uh, this has kind of rekindled. This, sh- this radio show meeting people like you uh, the, the other amazing folks that call in has sort of uh, kindled that uh, that inspiration back it's like uh, maybe maybe I've been able to reach my elbows back into that box uh, that holds the stories that uh, maybe maybe the time is right for those stories to come out I appreciate you very much Robert thanks for the call tonight
1: and, 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 and I've got three writers pages alright I, I can I understand where you're coming from because they take a lot of my time all right. Since I started these some years ago, I think 2010, something like that, uh, it's hard for me to find time to to do what I did when I wrote that those that collection of stories, because what I do takes a lot of research. I'm giving them information, grammar, punctuation, uh, how to structure a novel. Uh, I'm focusing on particular writers and saying and telling and putting their books up, and, and this is a good thing to take a look at, local writers and stuff. And and and, and I think to myself, I wish that I hadn't started this. <laughs> I really do sometimes think I wish I hadn't started this, but I don't want to leave my followers down. But there's a point in me where I said, I wish I would have started this because I wonder how much writing I've given up to do this right and i'm coming to a crossroads with it and i don't and i'm going to be making a decision soon
6: okay all right
1: take it just just archive the thing and take a few months and get some writing done
6: get it done get it done robert uh, There there's stories that need to be told and people who need to tell them
1: okay good night and uh is james coming on now he sure is Howdy, James.
6: Looking forward to it. Have a great day, Robert. Appreciate the phone call. Always a pleasure. That's Robert in Pennsylvania. He's got a book called Stories from a Fractured Mind. He did send me a couple copies. I read it. It's amazing. Check it out. Links in the description. He doesn't call for me to plug his book. He never intentioned that. And he does get mad when I do it, but... uh, it's my show. I can do what I want. <laughs> Buy Robert's book. All let right, right. Uh, we're still talking about this, this idea of weaponizing the narrative. But, again, multi-layers here because we can take this any way we want to take this. And we do this for – the whole reason I've ever done it this way is because – these things are not like simple, linear things to talk about in many cases. And life is not so simple. And that's why I want to talk about them sort of in this context and sort of in this long form talk show, right? It's, uh, we, we, we're blessed in that we have some time to kind of uh, flesh out ideas fully. But uh, Robert's right. Sometimes I get off track. And well, he didn't say that. I, I thought that. And it's true. But anyway, so we're still talking about this. So what about this temple, the storyteller? The idea that uh, how about stories are always there. All these inspirations are, they already exist in the world. We're just waiting for the time for them to be maybe gifted to us. And then uh, for us to peel out the time and put them down on paper. And as a result of that, well, we get a conversation on a random Thursday night about wacky stuff. Welcome to Troubled Minds. So let's go to, uh, we're taking your phone calls at 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. What are your thoughts on this? All the rest of this stuff, it's, as you know, open-ended, non-linear. Let's take it where you want. Let's go to another writer, a good friend of mine james salcedo paranormal welcome to Trouble minds my friend are you there i'm here can you hear me loud and clear loud and clear what's going on my man what do you think am i a little too rambly tonight that's okay that's all right what about this story this idea of the story robbing or the this uh, the, the propaganda robbing uh, the, the storytellers of of the right to be able to spread the hope and the inspiration what do you think about that
8: I think it's definitely true. Also, I just want to say, um, hello to Robert. and that was an amazing call and an amazing idea. Um, being like you said, a writer, Mike i yeah, I definitely believe that is entirely possible because just with my own writing, there's some some parts of some stories where I don't know where it came from. And I could literally see parts of at least parts of books, not maybe not the whole thing, but parts of books happening in my mind's eye like it was a video. And that's coming from someone who is legally blind that can't always do that in their mind. I can't always make visuals like that. So that's an amazing idea.
6: Almost like it's been handed to you, right? Like, like you you were waiting, and uh, eventually, sometime for whatever reason, uh, it was a uh, the level was unlocked, and you got the story. Just kind of came to you. It's a, it's the same with me, right? I talk, I, I kind of talk about it in terms of doing this show. It's like a loose idea when I start, and it's it shows sometimes because I'm sloppy with where I where I take it, where it, where it you know maybe the long way around or whatever. But it's still kind of like automatic talking in a sense, right? Sort of like that automatic writing idea or getting these these ideas for stories from the ether. But yeah, yeah, uh, so, so go right ahead. What else you got for us, my friend?
8: Well, and I think also it can be a, a co-creation in a way, kind of like <laughs> this idea about the paranormal being co-created by the people that are witnessing it and then something else. Um, because I do think, I think that, you know, at any point whether you get a story from the very beginning or you are writing a story and then you somehow f- tap into or something else maybe this this akashic record or whatever finds that you're writing it a story from it and then it, that also somehow unlocks an idea and that's where your story goes i think all of that is possible and um so yeah that's it's very just very interesting and i, I do think I do agree that hope is necessary, and I think that in one way or another, it, most, if not maybe all stories, but at least most, they come down to, to hope, to providing hope, whether it's in the form of teaching, maybe not even teaching, but, get, but showing examples of how maybe we should do things, or showing people how to do things that can help in their own lives. I think it all comes down to hope
6: i think so i mean you go back to aesop's fables right and and all those all those little tiny stories they had it was it was about morality right it was about uh framing the world in the correct way in the human way right framing the world not from you know the 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 despots that might have us you know the boot on our neck and handcuffs on us right, but from the free spirit the 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 nature spirit right the, the being just being free and being together like like it's a uh, it's very, very much even like Orwell, right? Like even, even when you write, talk, write fiction, like sort of this dystopian stuff, it's still, you know, it's, it's framed in these worlds, but it's still about the human spirit being free and you know i think there's a lot to that in that uh i agree with you and that's why i'm talking about it tonight and that's why i, I come back to the idea of storytelling you know maybe not often but from time to time cuz i think it's important i think i think us dreaming and sharing ideas and these stories together i think i think this is an important thing and uh that's why we're doing this my friend definitely 100% uh, what else you got for us tonight
8: well it's funny you, you mentioned orwell i recently got the um an audiobook version of 1984 and I started listening to it, and I had to stop because it seemed so similar to what is going on. I mean I'll still finish it at some point, but I think it's gonna be one of those stories I have to read here and there when I really feel up to it because it was just so on and disturbing that i I literally i was I just had to stop the one day I started it and just put it away for the time being so Um, yeah and you know the other thing just real quick too this brings me to this thing I've been seeing around online lately and I think it's related but we don't have to go too deep into it how the whole idea of banned books and how this is happening in in, in, uh, different places around the world and just that, that seems like a terrible idea to me in so many ways
6: yeah, it, it fits in. It fits into this conversation as part of that, right? Part of the the propaganda, the censorship, uh, the wrong think, the the, the the new speak, uh, all all that stuff is is part of why we do this because. It's happening. This is this is not some fictional tale of whoa, like like nineteen eighty four is prophecy at this point. Uh, Fahrenheit four fifty one and prophecy at this point. It's like what the hell's going on? Like like literally like they always say right that uh, nineteen eighty four wasn't supposed to be uh, you know a a, a, uh, a plan or write a playbook. Like <laughs> this was fiction, people. Like come on, right? But that's like again, right? I th- I think I think that's one of those pivotal pivotal stories that came when it came as that prophetic warning. And stupid us, stupid us, stupid us, we seem to have ignored it, haven't we? Completely missed the point. And so much so
8: that it's not even, like it's not even super popular. Like, I didn't hear about it until I kind of started getting into this um, paranormal conspiracy community. Like, I didn't know much about it until then. Mm -hmm.
6: I think it comes back to what you said. That, like they're going to remove that from uh, from from schools soon, in my opinion, because it's it's too telling. It's too like uh, spot on that people will be like, "Wait, isn't this like today? <laughs> like, what's going on?" <laughs> James, we're out of time. You're the best, brother. James here has a podcast called Salcedo Paranormal. Links in the description. Check it out. Good friend of mine. Always a pleasure, James. I'll catch you later tonight. Okay. Yep, thank you. Thanks, brother. Have a great night. Well, this is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. We're still talking about this. Weaponizing the narrative, this temple, the storyteller, uh, they are two different things. They're opposite ends of the spectrum, but I do think they're worth considering and talking about. Love to hear your thoughts on this. We got Joe on the phone. We're going to go to him when we come back. 702-957-1037. Don't go anywhere. More Troubled Minds on the way. And Joe in Florida. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we're streaming on Rockfin, YouTube, D Live, and Twitter. And we are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. We're taking your phone calls tonight. So we're discussing this idea of, well, propaganda robbing the storyteller, and this idea of the temple of the storyteller, which of course just means that all stories have always existed in the void. And are we just tapping into some other idea? And as Robert described, maybe there's a time frame where these stories are being Released to us in particular Ways meaning it's in the air I'm sure we've all heard that term Love to hear your thoughts at 702-957-1037 That's 702-957-1037 And we'll put you on the show Just like this Let's go to uh, my good friend Joe In Florida Welcome to Troubled Minds my friend uh, Go right ahead what's on your mind tonight
9: Stories uh, <clears throat> Excuse me. Good topic, and uh, not the plug Robert's book, but I did purchase it last night. I'm looking forward to getting it um, in the next couple of days. So,
3: nice. Kind of
9: excited about that because I've been wanting to read something because I haven't read it in a while. This psychology two too, and every time I pick up a political book or something, I just get angry. At. Read <laughs> halfway
6: through it and put it down. Right, like so, they take take it down to the to the town square and throw it in the fire.
9: <laughs> I don't know that I would throw it in the fire. I'd just be like, damn it, it's the truth. And, you know, I might want to go down. I might wanna, I might want to go down to a, a political office with a pitchfork. We'll just leave it at that. Gotcha, anyway, gotcha. You know, we don't condone any of that. Um.
6: Anyway, still here. I'm still here. I'm I'm listening. I'm listening. Go right in.
9: Okay. So, you know, The Box and Anasazi, um, we posted a quick clip of, again, that show American Gods. If nobody's read Neil Diamond, they really should. Um, But Anasazi in a TV show plays, you know, um, just like he says, he's very, he's a trickster god. And in that opening scene, he's on the slave ship. You know, the slaves are coming over and. They're trying to tell stories, and they're praying to Anasazi, and Anasazi basically tells them to burn the ship down. And uh, the last thing that survives is the spider coming on shore to America, because all the people that came here brought their stories. As far as a box or some kind of wealth of knowledge, I believe that, in proof of that, I think is times change people stay the same so you always hear these stories and they're cyclical except the weapons are bigger the tools are different I mean heck we can't even really make original movies I mean they're remaking Highlander I'm wearing a t-shirt with Highlander one of my favorite movies probably when I saw it the first time I didn't think it was that great but after I saw it a second time I was like this movie was great and i love how and they're remaking everything it's an can't, can't original can't the stories hot? you know can't the storytellers tell something original no i don't know
6: yeah and, i'm with you too that pisses me off quite a lot how everything is just so regurgitated i mean i get i get the joseph campbell idea where we have sort of like you know, we're locked into like the locked into humanity itself. And so as a result, right, the struggles of humanity kind of are, you know, themes that resurface and that's okay. But, but for, you know, FFS, let's say for radio brevity and family friendly, like at some point it's like, we can be more creative than that. Come on guys. Let's let, let's, let's get to it. Let's, let's do some things that are interesting and fun and inspiring. It doesn't have to be the same garbage regurgitated over and over. Right. I'm with you 100%, bro.
9: You know, when I see that, and almost, and I, I talk about this, and I, you know, we talked about this the other night with human nature and things, I'm, it's predictable to me, at least to me. It's, it's predictable and boring, and I'm almost, I'm always bored, and I think, uh, you know, I have a I have a couple of things I like to do that make me happy, and that's really it as far as that I'm kind of simple. but. I'm bored. I, I don't know how to explain it. I mean, I guess being cyclical, when you tell stories, I look at songs. And for me, it's like 80s. I think a lot of us, 80s songs, I think to myself, where do those lyrics come from? How do people just get up and write a song? And then you, you know, you talked about at the beginning of the show about memories and triggering them and making us feel better, almost like an analgesic or making you euphoric. And we all can agree
6: that music makes you feel that way. 100%. You know? Nostalgia. Uh, that That's one of the things, too. Music is locked into that nostalgic cycle where, you know, it, it's, it's uh, the, like the very first time you heard a song. Like when you hear it 20 years later type of thing, you still, in some cases, remember where you were and maybe what the air smelled like and what the weather was like the first time you heard that song, you know. Like there's 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 some magic there
9: you know, totally, I I remember, you know, I could hear a song and be like, oh, it's Eddie Grant. I remember being in the subway in New York and then stopping at the train station and it was a record shop and getting Electric Avenue. You know, when you hear that song, you know, I want to rock down to Electric Avenue, you know, getting those songs and you kind of laugh, you know, but, uh, you know, except for music from the 90s, because I wasn't that great, kind of like Jenko James coming back, but uh, everything seems cyclical and I guess maybe it is our responsibility to tell the stories to our children, if you have children. Um, Another whole side alley of telling stories is they are just stories from perspectives. And when we were talking about this, I remember my sister-in-law gave me a story about Grendel. And basically it was a story of Beowulf, but somebody imagined it to be told from the side of Grendel. Who was the monster who got his arm torn off, pretty much. So, in between that, we have stories, and then there's historical facts.
6: So, I don't know if I'm still on, I, I can't hear you. I'm not sure. No, I'm, I'm listening to you, man. I'm not talking, because you're talking. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, no, you're talking annoying. here. You're, I'm talking here. <laughs> no, you're good, bro. I'm with you. What was uh, Grendel's mom's name? I'm trying to remember Grendel's mom's name.
9: Oh, God, I don't remember I read that story So I got the book somewhere It's sitting under
6: the coat And it's not Angelina and, Jolie uh, That's for sure It definitely is not God, I don't know yeah, I'm with you. Well, I don't know. So so, so, do you think then that there is kind of like we're describing this temple of the storyteller, something that exists somewhere where these ideas do come from? And like Robert maybe described that we're not ready for these ideas yet, and they're sort of released to us in their due time. I love that. I've never thought about it in terms of time before, but he kind of snapped it into my brain. So I kind of like exploring that idea. What do you think of that? Yeah.
9: Well, you know, due time, Definitely. Um, but maybe it's kind of self-fulfilling in the sense that maybe, maybe in, in the very, very beginning, people started stared at the stars and they saw these constellations and they made shapes of the constellations and they told stories about Orion and the Shield and all of these things. And then, as we slowly, slowly, slowly evolved, maybe those stories took on—you know—they came from the gods came from the stars and they came to the planet in the form of animals. You know, and the jackal, uh, the alligator, Egyptian gods, spiders. You know, they attributed maybe these human characteristics or human nature, and human faults to things that were more locally in their you know, in their route not so much out in space. And then as things advanced, you know, uh, the stories changed a little bit. And maybe we did get a little bit of help from, from the records. Maybe it was a little bit of time and somebody had a flash, like Einstein, or something pushed us forward. Somebody got that injury. a dream. You know, I can tell you that there are, times where I, I, I'll wake up and I'll have the answer to something. You know? So that's always been kind of strange. I don't think any of us really have an explanation, nothing, you know, but there... There's got to be something out there, whether it's cyclical, whether we're feeding it back, whether we're reincarnated and when we go, when we leave this planet, we're telling the stories to ourselves up in some waiting room. And then then we come back, you know, um, I don't know. I don't know, but times change. People stay the same. I think we are moving away. There is, you know, that atheism, um, Moving away, I think we're really starting to worship technology, but even that worshiping technology, we're using the word worship. So now our gods are becoming technology. Maybe less emotional and more worship the algorithm. Maybe we're at some kind of crossroad. And, you know, it's funny because all of our arguments kind of seem circular, like every topic that you kind of pick, just some of them kind of flow back on each other and they.
6: You know they, they share ideas and then coming back yeah it could be uh, odd odd how uh like you said uh times change people stay the same but uh i'm not so sure times change it, it's it's like we uh w- they may but we it's like we're we're stuck in this cycle of rot you know of of uh, again back to this idea of sort of stealing these ideas of hope from us and that you know it's like oh no yeah hope's gone you know turn on cnn or fox news and no, no man. Yeah, you're not allowed any of that anymore. It's just like, you know, again like no, what what, what was what was the seamless transition from like, you know, the plague to World War 3 was like like they, they didn't miss a beat. Like, they're just like boom, like <laughs> all right, let, let's let's hop on the next pony and uh, you know whip it for the uh, horsemen of the apocalypse, you know? Like kind of BS, isn't it?
9: it? It's total but like I said, I don't think anybody is happy with the government right now. And it's a cobble of people, we all, we all know that, we, all of us know that. And I, I think I posted, I was trying to send you a link, um, I posted, and it was a, some kind of social media site that they believe the Russians were hacking into, it was based out of California, I think, to get knowledge of where these positions were in Ukraine. And the comment was made, whoever takes... You know, whoever could control the social media, or the social media god, could really put the kibosh on all of us this organizing. But governments and people look at the historical record, whether it started from stories to cities to uprisings to people not happy with their kings. You know, French revolo- revolutions, all those things. Amen. So, and again, I think, again, it's, an end game. I think it's an end game. Well, I think it's an end game, and we're being we're being groomed to want to be we're being groomed for the argument of a dictator pretty much
6: right to, 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 sense. To, exactly to recycle the same story of subjugation and revolt and subjugation and revolt until the end of time and to me that's not a fun story i'm sorry if i if i'm a storyteller uh, sure. Fine. In terms of like the heroic journey and Joseph Campbell and the rest of that, fine. But like, in terms of like humanity being that cycle that we can't break, I reject it, man. I'm I'm not into that. Like let's, let's, uh, let's get us a better future. This, this like killing people for no damn reason than somebody's whim and some lines on a map. I'm telling you what, let me ask you this. I'm, I'm going to ask you this
9: and I'll try to wave you with this. Sure. Have you, I've done this, but have you told people, have you told them a story, or you're telling them a story, or maybe you're giving them an opinion, and you really, you don't preface it with, I'm playing devil's advocate. I mean, I've got, you know, I've written a paper, I've done to college, I've done all this shit, whatever, stuff, anyway. But I come and tell a story, and somebody assumes that I'm on some kind of political side, and that frustrates me. And I'm like, you're not getting what I'm telling you, the story, of, with evidence of how this will repeat again. I find that you can tell these stories to people, or historical facts to people, and then they're just set in there. It's their version, I guess, it's their version. I'm coming again full circle with, what are they upside down? You know, red is green, green is red. You can't tell me otherwise. There's four lights not five for an episode of star trek that was um i always want to keep my mouth shut sometimes with people i don't want to tell them anything
6: because we're we're, we've been programmed to be triggered we've been programmed to be mad to not think about it or why we're mad just to get mad yeah you're right bro
9: yeah i mean here's the thing my governor the governor here in florida you know i have a love hate relationship with the state okay you know, everybody says this, everybody says that, mandate this, mandate that. Everybody does whatever they want here. And that's fine. You know, and for the most part, I, I go out and, you know, I distance, but I don't wear a mask, you know, whatever. So I get sick, like I get sick, but the governor told a bunch of high school kids yesterday, and he was calling camera. He said, take those masks off. It's political theater. You guys look dumb, more or less. And here I'm saying to myself, here's a Republican that they don't want to, you know, they want all this libertarian freedoms and everything. So if it's somebody's prerogative to wear a mask, how's that affecting him? It's affecting his camera up so he could run for president.
3: Yeah, I did and see, just, I did when see when
9: that. I, when I hear those things, it's hypocrisy and it's grooming and it's training dictatorship.
6: Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. You're the best, Joe. I'll leave uh, you i'll leave you with that
9: have a good night guys robert i look forward to the book i'll see you in the chat room
6: and uh that's about it man. have a good weekend everybody take it easy you too joe in florida god bless you and the family thanks for the call there you go easy as that so phone lines work thanks again for all the amazing phone calls tonight 702-957-1037 we got a few minutes left if you want to squeak in here and get a phone call in uh you guys know the drill you know how we do this you know how we run this uh, so, so I don't know, like, like given all of this, like I, I do like the idea that stories are universal, meaning that's uh let's say that, uh, sort of like Joseph, Joseph Campbell has always said the idea of, uh, sort of the hero's tale, right? So it's so like with this idea that we talked about this, this one myth, the, the, uh, the Anansi, A-N-A-N-S-I, Anansi. I'm not sure exactly how to say it, right? But, but uh, this idea of this spider, right? This spider, and again, West African or the Caribbean is where it was brought to, and then uh, attributed to different places. But this spider, uh, this spider was a was a, a god. The the uh, the offspring of the. Uh, basically like like the mother Earth and this and the, the sky god right and so ended up being a spider climbed up to the heavens to release all the stories that were hidden in a box in the heavens uh, with, uh, with the father, the father the, the sky god. And so well what about these ideas that these stories are locked up in some place? And I, and again, I like what Robert brought uh, in that terms of the time frame and back to that idea of something being in the air. Maybe we don't know these stories are going to be as impactful as they could be or would be until... A particular time comes, and that's when they are in the air. These ideas and maybe inventions and things like this, like Joe said, with the akashic record, and who knows? I think I think that's it's worthy of a discussion here. And you know, I, I wish I had these answers, but it does seem it seems odd. It just seems odd that all this information, as it kind of comes and goes, that uh, uh, and, and frustrates me. You guys, I, I know you guys see you see my frustration with a lot of this when when we talk about these things. That like if we're if we're if we're sort of handcuffed in this world where the only narrative is the narrative of the party, all right, and then if you go astray from that, even even to tell fanciful tales, like we do. I mean, on this show, we're, like, we talk about all kinds of stuff. And so at some point, right, they're gonna come at us and they're gonna censor us because we're not in lockstep with the party, right? I'm gonna be labeled a right-winger and all kinds of crazy stuff, right? but it's like it's like like listen you got to listen like there's an entirety of a conversation it's like the entirety of his story right it's like like what i did i kind of told you the beginning of the story and, and then gave you the cliff notes ending of course he he succeeded in uh, defeating the uh, the four the four critters and brought them back to his father and his father uh opened the box and released the stories and allowed them down into the world okay and so it, very much like pandora's box right and that idea of hope and that's what i'm saying here is that We we talk about these things. We consider these things because this is troubled minds. We we speak in in terms of not just the real world. We speak in terms of a hypothetical world. We speak in terms of uh, maybe a cosmological uh, hope all right, of the way things may or may not be that the micro, the macro, how it all fits together and why we're here. Right. I mean, there's so many things that you can kind of really get into that are fascinating. that are unbelievable discussions that why, why are we going to limit ourselves to what the party says or does not say? And that's the thing that pisses me off the most about all this. So, um, they're looking to hear from you. What do you think? Seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. Click the discord link at troubleminds.org. Put you on the show. We're talking about this idea of the temple, of the storyteller, this, uh, weaponizing the narrative against us. And uh, again, we can take it all levels, non-linear, open-ended. You take it where you want to take it. And uh, there you go. 702-957-1037. Let's go to Big Y in Hawaii. Welcome to triple Minds, my friend. Go right ahead.
2: Hey, what's up, guys? How are you doing?
6: Good, man. Doing the thing. Doing the thing. What do you think? You got some ideas about this? This temple, the storyteller, and whatnot?
2: Yeah, yeah. So... Something I found interesting, and I, I know a lot of times I talk about like the Akashic record, and that's what like, the temple of the storyteller is supposed to be. I find that kind of interesting because it's like if something is always like these stories are locked away somewhere, waiting for the right person, the right people to find them, to tell them, uh, I kind of that resonates with me a little.
6: Okay, meaning uh, so, so the timing is everything, right? Kind of goes back to that.
2: Yeah, yeah, kind of a bit. Like, I I just think, like, everything is stored away, even if, like, they're historic stories somehow that, you know, we have no way maybe to prove they're historic, but they come to people in ways of fiction, like the guy who, even not even stories, but ideas, the way Tesla talks about his theories uh, and his inventions, the way um, uh, the one gentleman, George Mann, whoever, I can never remember his last name, uh, but he built the Integratron. You know, they all talk about things when they're, in certain meditative states, even coming from some other source, no matter what they call it—alien, god, angels—you know, even demons. When you're talking about a character who has to deal with a like Faust, who has to deal with uh, Mephisto, you know, uh, that's kind of, in any sense, it's a channeling. I think of it from a higher source or a higher power, and I think that kind of has happened to me on a small
4: scale.
6: Okay. Can you can you tell us a quick story about that? I, we got approximately, uh, let's say, um, minute and a half.
2: Yeah, I can do that real quick. So to summarize, um, I'm writing this fantasy story. Um, you know, one spoiler I'll give you guys is, is okay. A lot of people are going to think it's only medieval fantasy to an extent, but there's going to be little teasers to where now there's a bigger cosmic scope to this. I, I think this may even be more sci-fi, um, and so when I started writing this story, I got the original ideas for it when I was like 15, 14, somewhere in that range. And the idea of the planet, I didn't want to, Earth, but I created this planet that was earth-like and I called it Thea. And I just wrote T-H-I-A. I didn't really know a lot about Greek mythology at the time. Like I said before, I was very super Christian. Um, I wrote this goddess named Chiara. And then I wrote this, these two, one of the two main gods of the story were Aleos and Eris and I spelled Eris as A-E-R-E-S and then I spelled Alios as A-L-I-O-S well once I've done like a little bit of research on the Gnostics you know even the Greeks some of they have names of like Venus one of the names I think might have been Venus or the Sun was named Tiara or Thea and then another um, one you know of course Aries you know that's obvious but then Alios was another Archon but it's spelled E-L-A-I-O-S And then, um, I found out recently over the last couple of years, that Theo was a proto planet that that's the theory of how our moon was created and why a lot of people believe in hollow earth. So there's still pieces of Tia and pieces of Earth, vice versa in the moon. Um, and on earth still. So I I thought that that this, that whole topic was interesting to me because I've realized that in that aspect, I was creating something. I had no idea. Like, why did I come up with that name Theo? Like it just.
6: It, but it but it fit it, it was there I it was know. already there it was already existed right. we just didn't know it hey you want to hang on till after the break we just got to get off the radio and we can come right back to if you want to hang on for a minute or two Yeah, it's fine. Okay. I'm going to put you on mute. I'll come back and get you in just one sec. We're here with Big Y. We're talking about all this stuff about weaponizing the narrative, the temple, the storyteller. What's going on with this? As always, right, don't listen to me. I don't have the answers. I'm just a questions guy. But uh, this quote real quick on the way out. uh, Albert Einstein said exactly this. Don't listen to the person who has the answers. Listen to the person who has the questions. And as we finish, happy Thursday. You guys know how we do Monday through Thursday, 7 p.m. Pacific. So it is a Troubled Minds Friday-ish because we have no more Troubled Minds for the rest of the week. We do have a new show tomorrow at 3 p.m. But, well, it goes a little something like this. We're, uh, we're going to get back to Big Wine in just a second. If you're listening to us on in- in Fringe.fm, stay tuned for Joe Roop, Lighting the Void. And if you're listening to us on any other platform, uh, stay tuned for a third hour of Troubled Minds. And be sure, be strong, be true. Thank you for listening. From our troubled minds to yours, have a great night. All right. What we're going to do is we got uh, Big Y on the phone. We're going right back to Hawaii. Big Y, welcome back to Troubled Minds. Go right ahead, my friend.
2: Hey, thanks for having me back after the break. You ah. got it, buddy. Yeah, so it definitely was sparked by the uh, topic. I think this is very, very cool. And I do kind of believe it to a point. Like, if, you know, if it is a temple somewhere, if it's, like, literally our own body is a temple, whatever it is, I do think there's a conscious collective on some level, and I do think that's what a lot of gurus are trying to attain, you know what I mean, is to be able to interact with that level, you know, not only for their own sake, but a lot of the sake of their followers too, and I think it just, you know, how many, for how many centuries, there's you know, so many different tribes and peoples, just, it was all vocal or verbal storytelling, there was no, nothing written, how do people get these stories, you know, was it like telephone, did it change every time, every generation, every few generations, or was it the exact same?
6: Yeah, and how much has it changed for since the Donna time? I, th- I think that's the important question too. Is that uh, we we sort of maybe hedge these ideas in sort of the new world we live in. But like you said, like you you're creating characters that have existed, like you like you know the names may be spelled slightly different, and you mm-hmm. know maybe the inspiration came from somewhere else that maybe you didn't realize. But this stuff is out there; it's in the air, and that—that is the the most compelling part about all of this. Is like, hey, there seem to be stories that we should be telling because they're right there in front of us. Like, if you just like in a moment of like, um, you know, let's say reflection or meditation or whatever you want to call it, like that type of creation comes; it just comes. And so, well, what does it mean? It, it, It doesn't seem to be to me something trivial. It seems like maybe this is what we should be doing in the end, right?
2: yeah i definitely think what is like that that gut feeling going with your intuition over going with you know what you know is the overall general plan like something else, like you always say in the military situation dictates you know you know what you're supposed to do with the general idea is, but sometimes you have to make instant decisions not even goes with the simplest things in life sorry about that i have to be outside right now that's but okay those are They're the good. simplest things in life and i think that's why you know We don't live in the same even though our genomes and our our biological you know constructs it's still in a mindset of like a hundred thousand years ago you know we're not always meant to be in these clustered cities where our main you know as men or as women or as whatever you classify as your main competition for survival and you know um replication People don't care about replication anymore. It's just survival. Well, that's fine. You know, cool. All right, there's other people that worry about replication. But now, what stories do we tell, or how do well, How does the narrative change? Obviously, has to be somewhat like telephone, because times change, right? Things are adapted, just like the Catholicism did to many pagan cultures. So, I think at the end of the day, we can go back into that that DNA being replicated over and over throughout generations, at a certain point, are just, are we just reincarnating our, our ancestor's soul to an extent? You know, at what level is the spirit coded? You know, is it just genetically? Or is that the reason we have these connections and the ability to come up with stories or have a creative process so that and things still kind of seem original, but kind of have fact in life?
6: Yeah, amen. Amen. And it's so odd how everything is sort of cyclical, but uh, we we sort of uh, just paint it with a new light. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, I I think there is something to this, and the reason why... You know, we we tell stories to each other uh, again. Back to the very beginning when we talked about it tonight, when we began the show. I, I think it's important. I think these things are important that we don't forget some of these these mythologies, the folklore, and that's why we talk about shit like you know vampires and you know werewolves and things like this on this show. Like you may you may shrug your shoulders and say, "Well, what is this guy doing? What the hell is he talking about?" But right, I, I think there's a reason why some of that stuff is sort of locked into our psyche, because maybe maybe just maybe right. There's some truth to some of that, and uh, that's what's why, why we do this, bro.
2: I think so, and I think too, like we said, you know, the knowledge is, to an extent, a form of power. It's definitely a, a um, the capability and the opportunity to have power, and not power in a negative way, like have power over people. But I think applied knowledge is true power. You know, applied wisdom, applied learned. Experiences is, is where you, you know, you can know it all you want. You continue making the same mistake. The story doesn't have any point, really. You know.
6: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Man, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you you understand what I'm trying to say. Sometimes, sometimes I talk so damn much that I'm not even sure if people get what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so, so th- thank you for uh, for for oh. l- being locked into it and uh, being able to interpret through the rambles. I appreciate it very much.
2: Well, I think earlier when you when you had said something about uh you know you're a writer at heart and you can be long-winded, when this is man, and my wife goes, huh, sounds kind of like somebody else I know. Right. I had to get her a little side eye, but yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> you, you, you can definitely tell that you're a storyteller. You can definitely tell that this stuff inspires you. You know what I mean? And at the same point in time, if you're anything like me, sometimes as a creative person, you just get in the zone and you flow, and you don't have an answer for where it comes from. You're just grateful that you have the ability to do it. You know.
6: Amen to that. Amen to that. And again, like I said, I, I, sometimes I don't know where it comes from. It just comes, and that's okay. I'm not. Uh, I'm not trying to like uh, uh, shake down the, the voodoo, whatever. The, whatever's going on, and I say voodoo, right. voodoo it's, lovingly. I don't mean it. Well, that my way. voodoo, voodoo, voodoo. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> I don't do any magic unless you ask Rohan. The mighty Rohan thinks I like do. Oh, okay, right? okay, okay. That's, that's going to come up. Right, to, uh, sure. we'll, we'll we'll actually talk about that on Rohan's next podcast, by the way. I'm going to be on his show, and we're going to talk about magic, and he's going to try and convince me that it's real. So uh, <laughs> there we go. There well, we
2: go. I'll, I'll, I'll give him a head start if you want real quick, Mike, just before sure. I go. Sure. Um, let me, so, so words, words in and of themselves being spoken and are, are magic. Truly, uh, they are. With the, the intent, I mean, it just is maybe in a totally different way in a totally different capacity and definitely not as deadly, but they're just as powerful in a sense as bullets, you know what I mean? People change worlds with, with words, they really do. But at the same point in time, it's specific words in specific places and specific points, just like working out your muscles, you can't just do the same workout all day, you know what I mean? And so, you know, w- when you go home, when you're all done with this tonight, And if you have a pen, write this down, you know, get into your spot, lay down, sit down, whatever you get in your meditative state before you crash out and say to yourself, I am, I do, I feel,
4: I love, I speak, I
2: see, I understand. And say it out loud. And as you say those seven mantras, you know, let let us know when you talk about magic if you if, if you felt something because those are words of power that 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 almost cement your place in the universe. At that point, you are you are declaring your presence outside of the pleroma, outside of everything else that is conscious. You are an individual, but you are still one and proud of all of it. It's all of it. Just try it. It's, I don't it may sound dumb, but just try
6: it. No, no, wait. Before you go. I am, I do, I feel, I love, I seek, I see, and I understand. Yes, sir. <laughs>
2: Got it written down. Got it written down. The third, the third down. to last one is uh, good. The third to last one is
6: speak. Like oh, speak? No, okay. I messed it up. See? Wait. Uh, speak. I. I, uh, no, third, I uh, so I feel, love, uh, speak, not seek. Speak. Got it p-e-a uh-huh. right, there you go. see i'm glad i said it i would have been doing it wrong i probably would have summoned bales <laughs> <I'm> above <glad.
4: laughs>
6: you know not with what <laughs> exactly i'm like ah oh, shit i got it wrong
2: <laughs> <laughs> big one no, man i mean honestly just tell me tell me how you feel when you do it though because this is how i i release my own endorphins man this is how i i release my own feel goods and i try to come manifesting in, into a positive state of mind, into a positive mentality for the day. And I'm going to tell you what, ever since I've been doing it, uh, it's been working wonders for me.
6: All right. I appreciate you sharing. I will uh, uh, paste it in the chat as well if anybody wants to try it. Uh, thank you for listening. Thanks for the call. I, I appreciate you being locked in and understanding what I'm trying to say here. Thank you so much.
2: Oh, yeah, brother. Most of that, oh, and once again, congratulations on 200000 brother. That's awesome. That's an awesome fee.
6: That's that's a lot of work, hey man, a lot of work it comes. It's crazy. Uh, like again, uh, thanks to fantastic folks like yourself and everybody else. So, so thank you for the, thanks for caring. That's the biggest thing. Thank 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 you so much for all that.
2: Hey, thanks, you, No problem right on, right all right, on. No, no problem you have a good
6: night thanks a lot you too there you go that's a big Y in hawaii out there listening out there contributing out there thinking out there considering all the things right and let me share this now that uh, he corrected me and i got this written down i'm trying to type with one hand my one hand typist because i can't set my beer down because nobody to hold my beer <laughs> hold my beer there you go there's there's a uh, there it is uh typed into the chat if you guys want to uh try what he uh, described there and uh, there it is Uh, see who says I can't do two things at once I can do 10 things at once hold my beer now even with nobody like I'm I'm the one holding the beer (laughs) I still did 10 things at once all right so we're still talking about this I don't know so the idea I know we're we're a little bit convoluted tonight we're a little bit convoluted but it's okay right Uh, again uh, the idea is that uh, if you want to talk about Putin and World War 3 we can do that if you want to talk about uh, this idea of the temple The storyteller and maybe how these these stories are in the air we can do that that's the whole point of this it's not really to kind of pin it down to one particular thing as always non-linear open-ended where do you want to take this discussion third hour is for you we're going to take a two minute break and we're going to come back and get some phone calls and if there are no phone calls I'm going to go watch TV how about that there's your threat there's your trouble minds threat so uh two minute break and we will be right back don't forget to say i am don't forget to say all right i am don't forget to say i'm about to oh i'm about to all right <laughs> here we go uh what am i trying to press a button which button let's see which button let's go yeah let's go right here right here we will do that there we go there's the button all right so what we're gonna do is take a quick two minute break more trouble minds on the way uh looking to hear from you guys tonight where do you want to take this, and uh, third hours for you, like I said, the reason we do it. I could just pin it down to two, do two hours, nice radio edit, trim it, be done, we're the F out of here. But, well, sometimes there are more things that need to be said. So, if you got things to say, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link at TroubleMinds.org. Come say hi. If you've never called, tonight is your night. Be right back. Two-minute break, more Trouble Minds on the way. Don't go anywhere. Anywhere. Lol, oops. <laughs> the music stopped. What's up guys? <laughs> Welcome back to Trouble Mind. Apparently I time traveled and didn't realize it. Lost time. What's going on? All right, let's do it. Let's get back to this. <laughs> Uh, apparently, I skipped. Uh, anyway, never mind. Uh, nothing's going on. Everything's fine here. Uh, we're uh, we got uh, we got some phone calls. Seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. This is Trouble Minds. I'm Michael Strange. We're still talking about this uh, this idea. I don't know. Like I said, uh, a lot of my ideas by intentionally sometimes sometimes not are convoluted, and it means just because we can kind of take them sort of keep two feet in the real world or fuck it. And just, Hey, let's, let's, uh, let's astral travel to the stars. Right. And that's really the idea. It's kind of, um, when I put it together, these ideas together, they're intentionally set up so that we can kind of take it in different directions if we want to just where whatever kind of tickles your brain. I'm ready for, and that's why we do this. And so that's what's up. So, uh, we got some phone calls. We're going to get to, if you want to be part of the show one more time, 702-957-1037. We got to weaponize the narrative and the temple of the storyteller. Uh, Which, which there's two very different things, but also the same thing. It's just, um, it depends on where do you want to go? Let's go. Uh, we had Joseph. He dropped. Let's go to Joseph first and, uh, then we'll get to Jack. Joseph in, uh, Iowa. Welcome to 12 months. What's up my brother.
10: Hey, uh, I saw this thing on, uh, I don't know if this relates to this. It kind of does. Cause, uh, I was thinking I taught my nieces the piano a little bit like a blues riff and I had to bribe them with cereal. Cause they were like uh, trying this kind of, I mean, I think of music as like a language, you know, it's like words kind of sounds. But once they learned it after like a while, it took them a little while. And then then like, the next week I showed them the piano again and they just had it locked in. So I think like, we're definitely evolving, like forward in the in like the telephone game. If we were to play telephone, like in a thousand years, we'd probably be a lot better at it. Is what I'm thinking. But
6: yeah, I think so. How, how old? But, how uh, old? How old were they? Nine. Okay. and The
10: other ones like even younger than that
6: okay all right so that's what i'm asking
10: and and it was a full blues rift that's amazing it was up the full scale the scale that they remembered a week later i don't think i could have done that
6: no that's pretty hot and so so uh, no offense to you it's not it's not credit i mean it is credit to you because you taught them and that's what we should be doing teaching each other and spending time like that but it's like the kids are amazing man like they, they remember shit like I got a nephew that uh, I played like this old Spider-Man like the original Spider-Man cartoon right uh, for him when he was like one and a half and like years later like almost a decade later this guy uh he, he still can sing that spider-man tune from the one time i played it for him on youtube you know what i mean it's like it's like in, kids are incredible yeah. it's it's unbelievable yeah they, and man, they're I,
10: taking and they're taking a lot of their memory from these movies too i noticed and netflix because i noticed it. That that's why i showed them the piano kind of because i noticed that they were remembering so much from these they're like oh yeah i've seen this and i'm like well what happened and they're telling me the whole story and stuff, and it's kind of cool. But, um, uh, yeah. But then I was thinking, like this, these ants I saw on TikTok. Like I, I was watching TikTok because that's like the most supposedly uncensored thing when it comes to like, like live streams right now.
6: It's Chinese, man. So... Of course not. <laughs> of course not
10: well like you can like you can see supposedly you can see like the ukraine and you can see like videos of stuff but then i noticed repetit repetitivity of it and it's kind of not much coming out like you'll hear air sirens but nothing happened happening but about these ants though these ants are like trapped in an infinite loop like they they have some kind of pheromone or something that they read off of each other. And they just like, there's like a phenomenon where they get trapped in a loop. Like if they don't have, if they're like separated from their, from their main area, like, or I don't know what it, what caused. I didn't really look into it, but there's just like thousands of ants running in a circle and they did it until they died what (laughs) exhaustion
6: like so they didn't know where to go cut off from from the main tunnel or whatever right that's that's pretty wild i never heard of that
10: well they were like certain they were like all right we're following each other we're going around the circle
6: (laughs) that sounds like humanity bro (laughs)
10: yeah <laughs> yeah, I, that's why I thought it kind of kind of connected a little bit.
6: Yeah, I think so. I think so. I'm glad you brought it up. And, and so, so, so uh, back back to this idea of this. Uh, you, you're a, you're a writer. You, you do original music and uh, this stories, like you said, with the, your uh, your family members there that you were teaching this blues riff to. But is is there something? Uh, Speaking to inspiration, do you think there is maybe this idea of the the temple of the storyteller and that uh, somewhere out there in the void, all of these ideas already exist. We're just kind of maybe handed them or given them in in particular times. Do you think there's like a maybe time frame to that or like Robert suggested or something else here?
10: Maybe it started happening like when we developed complex, like like when we weren't, I I don't know, because maybe it's just repetitive and being alive it's like instinct and like it's we're almost building a book as we go
6: okay yeah and i and i think there's something to that right and and not only that like some of the uh, Some of the old ideas too. It's like uh, just because there's like an archaic idea, I don't think it's um, you know needs to be shelved and forgotten. I think I think a lot of that stuff is is cyclical, like you described the ants there. I think it does make sense in the context of the conversation tonight. So so maybe maybe some of that stuff is actually. like waiting for its time to come back, right? May, uh, how about this? Check this out. So we're we're stuck in this stupid loop of like Hollywood and books and all the rest of this garbage where, you know, novel ideas almost don't even exist anymore because people do the same shit over and over again. It's like Transformers 10, right? Like nobody liked Transformers 1, but some for some damn reason they're like making Transformers 10. It's like what the hell's going on right now right like what is what is this and it's like it it's because it makes money right and so like they will milk an idea into the ground until right till there's nothing left good from it but so many like ideas from the freaking past are gold and not only that they're like you know like out of the public domain they're in public domain like you can use them freely. It doesn't make any damn sense to me. But anyway, does that make sense, what I'm saying here?
10: Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not... I mean, I think times really, it really times change and stuff, though. And I mean, the gold, I don't know, it just depend, It depends on what you're talking about, really.
6: Yeah, I like, don't know. I don't know. I think maybe the idea was think, a little too wide. I think the wide. system. <laughs> That's right. Go, ahead, go that? ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead.
10: I think the system, like, definitely needs to evolve. I don't know, and I think they hint at it with like the Nicholas Tesla, because the first thing I looked at when I had my spiritual experience was Nicholas Tesla, and I thought that was weird that everyone's talking about it and stuff, and they and when he one of his first qu- quotes is he mentions a world that he can't even describe you know so that that makes me think that they break like some maybe they i don't know like the maybe yeah like you were saying like the old is is the Original and like, I don't know, like that, that's that doesn't compute with my mind too well right now.
6: Yeah, that's okay. It's okay. okay. I I mean, yeah, that's fine. That's why we talk about this stuff, right? So here's the thing, right? So it's kind of now uh, you've got a, you've kind of got like a, uh, uh, an idea in your head, right? And so, maybe, maybe two weeks from now, like you know, it'll click, and you'll be like, "Ah, oh, hey, you know, Mike, I had an idea regarding that conversation two weeks ago." And that's why we do this. It's not again, like I'm not, I'm not saying I just taught you anything. I'm saying you just taught me something, right? I'm saying that like it doesn't matter. Like that sort of like circle doesn't make any sense because it is a circle. It's like we talk to each other we talk about concepts and those ideas do kind of come full circle at some point and where it goes right where it goes from there i don't know i'm with you man and I, I i think that given all the things we know about the things we don't know right and i i know that's a paradox that uh i think the past is a is a good way to predict the future and not just that maybe break the cycle of our broken past right i I think it all it's all the same thing it's just um like how closely are we paying attention right
10: yeah yeah and um i mean there's it's kind of scary though like when you have the government and like technology you feel not in control especially when you're not being told the truth, you know? And I think they're really pushing for, to craft people, you know, like it, it really is like doing something to the, it's going to do something to the human race. Like it's, it's pushing people. Like people are dying, people going over the edge before they can have children. And that, I mean, that really isn't normal. Like if, Or maybe, maybe it has, maybe it's a test. They see it as a test, like it's going to happen in the future and why not have it happen now instead of like the future when you have even more of a risk, you know, but I don't know, just seems that's, that's how I see it. Like some kind of like crafting of people. And, that's, and I mean, that's, we have like cows and pigs and we're humans, we're animals too. So I see, I see like the obvious, like
6: Joseph, Joseph, have you read animal farm? <laughs> have you read animal farm by George Orwell?
10: No, I don't really read much.
6: Do me a favor. I probably should do me a favor. Make make this the horse you get back on. Uh, uh, Animal Farm is super super short. You could probably read it in a couple three days if you like dig in, or even if you spread it out like super fast, it, it goes fast. It's a super small book. But what you just said right there, what you just said right there, <laughs> right there, go read that book and go read that book. And uh, we'll we'll uh, when you're when you're ready, please. It's like you could probably get it on Amazon for like a couple bucks or something. Like go go check it out. Animal Farm, George Orwell, and then reflect on what you just said to me. You're the best, bro.
10: (laughs) Yeah, and I mean, something like that can be as simple as, like, a rule or, like, something on Facebook that can't happen. And you're talking about a prolonged period of thousands and thousands of years of, like, little stuff like that can add up, you know? Like, little stuff like the dislike button being removed, uh, I mean, I don't even know like the percussions of all the stuff that they do. But yeah. I'm sure they have a more of a more of a what do you call it, view or they know what they're doing.
6: There's a plan a point, you know. Trust the plan, Joseph. It's just not our plan, it's their plan.
10: That's I always <laughs> used to say that as a kid. As long as the power's in the right hands, we should be good. <laughs> but you know it doesn't seem weird
6: it doesn't seem to be the case does it <laughs> it doesn't seem to be the case at all uh, yeah. yeah yeah you're the best bro you're the best uh, as always uh, uh jo- joseph here good friend of mine thank you for calling in thanks for listening i appreciate you very much he's got a youtube channel he's uh, also was a creator check it out he does uh, original music and some other things he's got a channel called a hydro hose check it out links in the description down below joseph Thanks for being part of this. Thanks for calling. Uh, thanks for bailing me out night after night. I appreciate it very much. Yeah. Thank, Have thank you. Thanks a lot, man. There you go. Easy as that. Seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. Click the Discord link. That's Joseph and Iowa. Joseph and Iowa. Uh, I, I I love the way he thinks. He's a like he's a troubled mind through and through because he's unafraid of these ideas. He's unafraid of you know sort of challenging um, not just what I'm saying, uh, sort of his own ideas of what uh, he thinks the world may be or maybe the, where the world's going. And I'm not saying that I'm right about it. I'm saying that once you throw out some ideas, right? If people are willing to sort of entertain those thoughts as well, you know, let's think about that for a sec. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, uh, thank you. Thank you, APOC, posting Animal Farm on Discord and audio. Yeah, Oh, perfect, perfect. There you go, for free, right? On uh, on YouTube or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, there you go, Joseph, if you're still listening. So uh, there's probably, you can find it uh, just a narration of that uh, from uh, APOC posting in uh, Discord. So check that out and you don't have to bite it at all. But yeah, uh, it's uh, what you said, interesting, uh, super parallel to exactly sort of what we're talking about tonight how it all fits together so wild how you just again remember we're talking about like these inspiration from the ether sort of situation and then bam animal farm <laughs> we're pigs we're cows we're sheep right we're go read that book dude go listen to the audio file it's amazing Seven zero two let's go to jack in oregon welcome to Trouble minds my friend thanks for waiting go right ahead hey mike Good evening yeah loud and clear how are you man what's going on jack
5: well another beautiful day here
6: nice love that
5: yeah uh, i i uh you're crushing me once again i I love what you're talking about
6: thank you uh is it sometimes i feel like i'm a little too too much like like uh, I don't know. Meaning meaning, there's just the, the concepts are a little bit too wide for a radio show. But I don't know. Hey, get the fuck out of the way. We're coming through here. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? Get out of the way. We're coming through here. That's fine. I don't know. So what are your thoughts on tonight?
5: I like it. I like it. Thank you. Thank I'm you. Sitting around a campfire. Uh, anyways, uh, I would like to tell a story. This is like... Uh, two hours ago story. Uh, so I, I, what i like to do sometimes when the sun is setting, I like to ride out to the point, uh, 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 with the, uh on the ocean there. And, uh, I, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I, uh, just brought bought a brand new camera, uh, P 900. Uh, super zoom camera and I'm put it up on a tripod and I'm filming the uh, setting sun for the first time with this uh, kind of expensive camera, which is pretty cool. Nice. I like it. And uh, 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 so I filmed the whole thing and it takes about 20 minutes. And right at the very end, this girl from out of nowhere walks down and past me and then she like realizing she broke my shot while I, while while she was walking down, and then she like apologized and she was walking up, and I say to her, I go, uh, go ahead and bomb it. It's almost over anyways because it's the sunset, right? Right. And then the look of horror in her face when I said that was uh, priceless. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
6: well, uh, um, all right. All right. That's that's cool. Um, I'm going to refrain from my actual thoughts because... Yeah, it is a live radio show uh, but, but uh <laughs> but uh okay all right it's
5: hilarious so it's in like three different ways yeah
6: yeah 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 no i mean you know like you, you kind of want to like curse curse at the stars you know like you spend all this time doing a thing and you're like ah! or, or, or whatever anyway so how did it turn out did, did, in spite of that did you get did you did you get kind of get locked into some cosmic something or other did it, did it, uh, was it a transcendent no, no, I, experience yeah, anyway?
5: It. It, it was, it was actually perfect. Like, uh, for first time using the camera ever, I like panned around, zoomed in, zoomed out. And then I got that funny, like line at the end of it.
2: It was great.
6: Sweet. Okay. All right. I'm with you. Sweet. So that's good. That's good. So, uh, more, uh, and here, and I'm wishing you this and I, and I'm wishing you a great future, my friend, meaning. You don't have to go. I'm not doing it that way, but I'm saying the first one. Right, This is back to that uh, Anne Rice show that I did, Magnus the Vampire. He waited and waited and waited and waited to finally make the perfect vampire. And the reason why I say that and go back to that story if you've never read Anne Rice is the first vampire you make is the most important one because without that one, there's not a second, a third, a fourth, or a fifth. And so you just made your first vampire, my friend. And in this case, it was a picture of the sunset. It was a time lapse of the sunset, which means which means there's going to be a second, a third, and a fourth. So, so congratulations.
5: Uh, well, I think I might have a huge amount of vampires at this point. Then,
6: <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's nice. fine.
5: Uh, 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 but uh, go ahead and ask your original question again because I think I might have missed it.
6: Uh, well, okay, so just uh, in terms of – so uh, so I was talking about propaganda. It was a little bit soapboxy tonight about uh, the, the Putin stuff and the war and all, uh, all the crap that's going on in the media. But more importantly, uh, the, this idea of the temple of the storyteller, meaning that uh, – do you think it is a thing where the stories do exist kind of in the ether? And as Robert suggested when he called in a little bit earlier, that maybe these stories – are sort of on this timer where they're kind of sprinkled down amongst us as inspiration when we need them the most, you know what I mean? That's sort of the idea tonight.
5: Uh, yeah, uh, that's, that's, that's a great question. Actually. Uh, I would have to say that, uh, uh, you know, uh, Back in the nineties or so late eighties, there was what was called the dumbing down of America and people talked about it. Like they took a bunch of stuff out of schools with are teaching children. And, uh, also, uh, like, uh, no child left behind that kind of thing. Uh, I would have to say that I really like your show, Mike, because you teach people to think, kind of, in a way. You you got to ask questions. You got to be you got to have critical thinking, which is actually uh, a whole uh, field on its own. Just uh, be able to question things, and I think you're doing a good job, man.
6: I appreciate that. And also, by the way, that's a major literal theme of this show, and it's about hey, look, I may not be right, but let's just. Chase this down and see where it leads And see if by the time We're done maybe I change my Mind about what I thought I knew So thank you thank you for picking up on that Thank you for um, Thinking along with us Thinking along with me Thanks for uh, bearing with my long-winded Things that I do And uh, thanks for being to you brother I appreciate it very much You're pro, thanks Have a fantastic night Jack in Oregon, always a pleasure You're welcome anytime Have a great weekend bro thanks a lot 702-957-1037 phone lines work third hours for you what do you guys think what do you think i guess when we get down to the end of it maybe i'll just go to bed yeah i'm just gonna go forget it i'm going to bed no i'm just kidding because we have robert on the line 702-957-1037 i just wanted to make him like uh have that apoplectic moment where he's like no mike i'm on the phone Robert in Pennsylvania. Welcome to troubled minds. Go right ahead, sir.
1: I just had a call back. Uh, there's no way I can let you, uh, you know, uh, rush out of here, turn on a TV <laughs> and watch, uh, that Kimball
6: show. Sean Hannity or whatever the hell is on right now. I don't even know what's on right now. Cause, cause I don't even watch TV at this hour. I'm usually doing this at this hour. <laughs> Thanks for calling back. Go right ahead, sir.
1: Um, th- there's something I missed when I was when I uh, earlier call. You recall how um, Einstein claimed that he got his theory of relativity from a dream.
6: I've never heard that, but uh, do tell.
1: And also Tesla. Tesla also claimed that uh, all all of his inventions came from the ether.
6: I do know that he's, he's been very, uh, he, well, uh, had been very well spoken about that in particular quotes saying that it kind of exactly like what we're talking about tonight is that his inspiration for the things he was doing never actually came from himself. He was able to tap in to something that he couldn't even define. He called it some sort of, um, like, uh, what, like a universal constant or something. He had a term for it. I can't remember what the term is, but yeah, hundred percent. I'm with you there
1: would probably be you know wouldn't be too far of a stretch to say that uh, uh, the great storytellers uh, their inspiration came from the ether as well
6: yeah no I think that's probably probably legitimate and like I said I keep citing now and this is why we do it you you know why we do it like this there's things I haven't considered about this idea right I have the idea and I've kind of run it out even sloppily sometimes but then your call the first call there locked it in, in in terms of like when, right? It, it sort of snapped it into a time frame. And so it's like, hey, look, if there's these ideas and they're already out there, how come we don't have them already? Well, maybe it's not time for us to have them yet. And maybe those ideas are waiting in that ether for the exact time, like I was saying, based on your idea for the most impact to humanity. Like you said, with uh, you know, th- those great examples you had with the meat packing and uh, I can't remember the guy's name. It's coming to me. Uh, Sinclair Clair Lewis. Sinclair Lewis. Yes, and and, 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 and yes, yes. Like so you had John so many Steinbeck. Exactly, so many great examples, and so maybe maybe those ideas are still floating out there in the ether right now, and they're about to bubble up. They are in the air, but what do they need? I think you're correct. They need people to write correct. them. I, they need people to sing them. I think there's
1: coming down something coming down the pike. All right, somebody's writing it now. All right, that's going to change the direction the whole world's going in right now that's so horrible, All right? that's going to wake everybody up, I think that's going to happen. But what your previous caller said um, really struck me, because you know, he, he, he put his finger right on it, and of course you followed up with that, that what you do on your show and what makes your show so unique is you make us think, uh, there's not a lot of anything on the internet uh on tv uh that demand that of us
6: right? no that man it's it's the opposite it's the upside down right in a perfect world we're supposed to be thinking all the time about all the things ourselves our family the people we love why why we hate the people we hate you know hates a strong word but you know what i mean like we should be thinking about these things all the time in my opinion. But the upside down is, like you've just described, we're not allowed to. It's not in the realm of possibility anymore. We're supposed to take the party line and then hate Emmanuel Goldstein, the fictional character that they've created for us, to hate. 100%, man. So, th- again, like, uh, like Jack, yeah, like Jack you, said, you, like Joseph you said. You
1: give us time to not only think, but to express our thoughts, all right? I, I'm, I can't, to, in my mind think of a single podcast, all right, that does that, all right, I mean they have their chat and they answer their chat, all right, but really don't communicate like you do with your followers, all right, open them up to calling you, giving them the time to put their idea across that's what's unique about troubled minds and i think there's nobody on uh that follows this share this 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 podcast or whatever we call it that would would disagree with me on that
6: thank you that's nice and and i'm i agree with you podcast because that's what's getting the most traction but I don't really know what to call it myself. <laughs> I call it, oh, shit, it's almost 7 o'clock. What am I going to talk about? <laughs> That's what I call it. <laughs> some oh, nights, some nights. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: One more thing. Everybody get on Ronald, all right? He's, all, he's always, you know, he seems to be down on himself when it comes to his music and stuff and not being able to move in any direction. And I, and I just gave him some advice to just... Sit down, get his guitar out, uh, and sing his heart out into a microphone and camera, and put it on YouTube. Let's all encourage him to do that. All right, uh, I, 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 you know, and maybe he'll he'll be in another link that you put below on Troubled Minds to his YouTube channel.
6: Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. If you got, hey, Ronald, if you got music, man, share it. Let's do it. Uh, it, it with permission, I'll even play your music on the show. Let me know. This is this is a family. This is what this is all about. If we get uh, too many, too too much, all at the same time, uh, we'll uh, we'll split it up and sh- share the love, man. That's what this has always been about. So if you got some music, I agree. And if you're inspired by some of the maybe things we talk maybe, about,
1: maybe he'll write. Maybe he'll write and record a Trouble Minds theme song.
6: Yeah, hell yeah hell yeah do it I've, I've heard some of his music he shared it in discord and it's good he's good he's not uh he's not some amateur that dude can play dude can play so for yeah for sure for sure hey look hey look if anybody out there ronald included robert everybody hey if you're inspired even a smidge to do anything based on this or anything else go do it because these things need to be are done are you
1: saying that he put are you saying he put uh some music videos up on Discord.
6: No, uh, he actually uploaded a musical uh, MP3, just just the music itself. So not uh, oh, not not okay. a video, not a video. But yeah, yeah, it's it's on there. Well, it's,
5: I, I I I'd like to hear that.
6: Here, hold on, I'll find somehow. it. You want to hang on? I'll play it. Hold on, let me find it. Okay. All right, hang on one sec. Uh, g- give me like thirty seconds. Keep talking, Robert. I'll I'll find this.
1: Sure, sure, sure. Ah, well, I'll sing. Um, <laughs> All right. And little oats and little lambs. He
6: What the fuck just happened?
4: Did he die too? Wouldn't you?
6: <laughs> oh my god! That's a belly laugh. I'm i not sure the last time I belly laughed, Robert. That's why I'm a writer, not a singer. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. All right. Uh hold on. Let's see. I think you put it in original music. Hold on, I'm gonna find it. I'm finding it right now. <laughs> uh so good. All right. So wait, wait, so what what about uh so can you tell us what's on deck for uh for Robert? Uh you got you got stories coming. Can you can you give us a sneak preview of maybe what you're uh, on your mind or well, what like you're I on?
1: Said, Like I said earlier, um I have the same problem you do. All I, right, you know with all this other work I do with these with, with, with my with people who follow my uh, writer pages, I've kind of got away from it, and I have to. And I've reached a crossroads where I have to, you know, make a decision here, and I'm I'm probably going to make the decision to just archive my writer's pages because there's plenty of stuff on there. anybody can go through that and find a lot of good stuff uh, to, those pages, and just sit down and do what I I'm missing too much but I'm going to, you know, I think if I hadn't listened to this program tonight, I'd probably still be wondering what I should do, but now I know what I should do.
6: Okay, there it is. Now you know what you should do. I can't I can't find it. I think maybe he put it in music, uh, awesome jams. Uh, I don't know. I'm looking. There's there's so much stuff in here. That... Hey,
1: Ronald. Hey, Ronald, if you're listening, I know you're listening. All right, you say you don't got a microphone. Well, we'll get
6: you one. There you go, exactly. You let
1: us know where to put
3: one hundred percent.
1: Let us know where to send it.
6: I'm with Robert exactly. And let's what tell, kind you want? Exactly. And what you kind go. you want? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Like that's that's the type of thing, right? That's why getting together is stuff like this is uh it's valuable, right? Like like inspiration is valuable, and uh, and again, you I know, got, like I
1: got this microphone in a box. I don't know how good it is, but I ordered it for some damn reason. Uh, my God, probably a year ago. It's been sitting in a box. I don't know. I'll I, it's. I'll send it to him. It's, it's a real nice-looking one.
6: Okay, all right. Uh, actually, uh, I'm going to play this. we got a little bit of Ronald's music. I found it. Hold on. So let me know if you can hear this, okay. Rob. Let me know if you can hear this.
7: Let's bring it back okay. home. All
6: right. Did you hear that? Yeah. Okay, here we I go. I
1: heard some kind of...
6: Okay, all right. We're going to play just a little bit of Ronald's music uh, uh, by request of Robert... Hey, hey, hey Mike. Yeah. Mike, yeah. I'm
1: going to get off and listen to it Okay. On the, on the laptop. Okay. Sure. Because because the phone's kind of wicked. Okay. All right. Talk to you later.
6: All right. Have a great Bye one. Now. Thank you very much. That's Robert in <laughs> Pennsylvania. Check it. Out, check out his book, <laughs> the Robert Collection. Uh, link in the description. Thanks, Robert. Appreciate it. Uh, thanks for thanks for popping back in here and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, keeping me from going to bed, and uh, I'm about to play some music from. Uh, with permission, I'm going to ask permission first. Just I don't, you know, you know how like you you share some stuff, and you're like, oh no, I don't want everybody to hear it. Uh, let us know, Ronald, if you if it's okay. I want to. I don't want to like piss you off or anything. So let us know, and uh, I'll play it. I've got it queued up, ready to rock. Uh, thank you, Robert, for the phone call. Uh, thanks for uh, again, right? You know, trying to inspire friends of ours, which, of course, is uh, Ronald here in uh, on Rockfin. Let me know if I can play. It. Let me know if I can play, it, buddy. Permission granted. Here we go. All right, uh, going to play a little bit of this. It's it's uh, the song is four minutes fifty five seconds. So we'll play just a little bit. This is Ronald. It's called uh, Blue Creek Road. Here we go. <laughs> I'm not going to let you let you hear the outro and the uh the, the culmination of that uh, musical amazingness because well you're going to have to buy the MP3 which is going to be available on iTunes. <laughs> What's up Ronald? Good stuff. That's actually uh it's it's uh it's on Discord. I'll uh, I'll actually link it on Discord so everybody can know in order to find that if you could, you want to download it and get the uh, sneak preview of uh that's that's basically the uh The beta version of uh, the the song that Ronald's about to release called uh, Blue Creek Road. Let us know what you need, brother. I'd love to help you out as well. And uh, again, inspiration all around. Inspiration all around It's what this is all about. It's what it's always been about. And... uh, good stuff good stuff thanks for it thanks for sharing that and uh uh, there you go uh uh, also dave who sent me his his demo which by the way i'm gonna play some of that why not it's demo night he says in dave says uh, from hawkins guitar says indeed all he needs is a mic they can adjust it he's flying awesome riff agreed 100 100 let it rip let it rip here we go i'm gonna put this uh how do i how do i copy this hold on there we go. I'm gonna no no. How do I share this? All right. Anyway, so I'm gonna leave it up here on. I'm gonna get to this, and we're gonna play some uh, some stuff from David as well. But let's get to James. All right. So we're we're still talking about this one tonight, cause why the fuck not? It's a oh, I thought I fixed the webcam. God damn it. All right. Uh, uh let's, let's go to James. While well, I fixed the webcam, J- I'm pretty sure James broke my webcam. He was meditating, trying to like break my shit, and now it broke. James, <laughs> what's up, brother?
8: Well, you know, I mean. You're too good. I'm <laughs> trying to just protect protecting my own show. You know what I mean? I got to do what I got to do. <laughs> Sorry.
6: Thank you. That's very nice. Trying to derail the troubled minds. Damn it, James. What's up, brother? <laughs> How are you tonight? What's going on, my man?
8: Oh, n- no, but great. But seriously, I agree with what Robert said. You know, And again, just to um, talk about that a little more, I did start my, my show before I came here, but it was this show and the community here that really helped me get it going to even more than than what I was doing with it. And um, so I'm just really glad to be with you you all and fully support, you know, everything that you all are doing with your own um, ideas and talents and everything. So that's amazing
6: amen amen so uh so uh w- what other thoughts you have on the thing tonight i go as i dig up david's music because let's we may as well play that while we're at it <laughs> let's do it let's do it yeah. tonight it's demo it's yeah. trouble minds demo night let's roll it
8: yeah i just um the other thing i i was thinking about earlier is how um so i'm i'm I do a lot of, I look, always look for audiobooks to listen to, because that's what I do now, is I, I have to listen to audiobooks. But it's amazing how many of the bestsellers on those bestsellers lists, um, this kind of goes back to uh, Joe from Florida's uh, comment, one of his comments. And it's not, not that um, I'm against this, but it's amazing how many books are out there that are bestsellers that are about politics
6: yeah no exactly well, well because it's what they've got us all like whooped up in a frenzy about right like we're, we're supposed to be we're supposed to care more about politics than anything else and like when you know like you said like you can't even watch that shit can you like you you, you dial it in or listen for a minute and you're just like ah oh, it's like you want to punch yourself in the face right that's how I feel anymore
8: And and yeah and I'm not even talking like I know there are people that are interested in politics in general and that's that's amazing that there are people that are into that, and that, that's why I, I want to make sure I, I'm saying I'm not putting Joe down at all for being interested in any of that. But it, it's just amazing how many you know books there are, and they have titles that are just like not even you know partial or not even fair. They're just basically either putting someone down. So many of these books that I've seen, or they're you know saying someone is the best. There's no middle ground most of the time, it seems, at least from what I've seen.
6: Yeah, no, again, back back to that whole idea of, you know, answers are easy and questions are hard, right? Like, nobody wants questions, because questions make you think, and thinking's uncomfortable, right? But answers, you know, shit, dime a dozen. Like, you ask a thousand people, you get a thousand answers. That's so easy. It's so fucking easy. Uh, what's, I can't remember the, who said this. This is, a, this is a, another philosophical thing that... Uh, uh, I don't know where it came from again, don't don't please don't make me find'll I'll have to dig it out, but uh, it goes a little something like this, I'm paraphrasing and I'm gonna butcher it. but that opinion is the lowest form of knowledge, I guess something like something to that effect and it's true but but not to discount opinion. we all deserve our own. But for fuck's sakes, also, there needs to be some depth, right? There needs to be some, like, understanding. It's like opinion is opinion, but if, like, if opinion is locked and, like, really um, non uh, a non-fungible token, <laughs> if you know what I mean, if it, if it becomes that... We have a problem don't we there there's a real there's a really big problem with this, and that uh you know the the opinion is the opinion of the technocratic church of the you know of the overlords of whatever the hell they want to call themselves anymore uh of of well um uh, wherever the hell we're at this the party right the party like the the opinion of the party becomes gospel, and I got a big problem with that because again the opinion of the party is so fucking upside down anymore that again I left the party I used to be part of that party part of the party and I was like yeah this is cool this is chill and I was like wait what <laughs> what what the fuck just like everything was fine yesterday but h- how come you guys are all freaking out today you know why because they want us to hate each other James that's why that's why
8: oh definitely and you said it before also if you're not you know following any one party um, then at all the parties think that you're evil Think that you're you know you're crazy and it's just it's it's terrible that that's come to that
6: yeah <laughs> river blues all right all right yeah no exactly and i and i think i think the thing is too that li- like i said the only thing the left and the right agree upon is independent thinkers are the enemy right and that should tell you everything you need to know that should tell you everything you need to know is that uh, it, it's not it's not about independent anything thought or education or anything at all anymore it's about uh making us believe some bullshit that they've concocted for whatever vert this is the craziest part they both want the new world order by the way the left and the right they just want to like approach it a different way <laughs> which, which is like oh god poem shit right
8: <laughs> yeah definitely. come on
6: come on man
8: uh now i have family you know i used to kind of pay attention to what what they all kind of thought as far as politics went and as i got older i looked and you know looked into it a little bit more here and there and it just like i could not get i could not get into any of that with them i could not agree because you know you had both sides had pluses and minuses which of course every there's always you know every everyone has their strong suits and i'm sure every group does too but if, it was just the whole idea that, that you have to support this group no matter what, what they say, even if they're doing wrong things. And both sides, from what I've seen, I'm sorry, but both parties, major parties in the U.S., they do the same things to each other all the time, and then they accuse each other of doing that same thing.
6: Yeah, the same thing. Over and
8: over again. The same thing. Over and over again.
6: And, and it doesn't, you don't even have to pay attention for very long, like literally one election no. cycle. And you're like, oh, so they're in power this time. And they get to say all the same shit about what the last guy said the last time about them. (laughs) You're like, oh, I get it. I see. This is all just a big fucking kabuki theater. And here we are like like having to believe the bullshit they tell us because they're locked into some stupid game that has nothing to do with us at all. Got it. It's about power. It's not about people. And uh, fuck you. I reject it entirely sorry James
8: and it goes it goes from the the meet, the you know the TV and all the in the videos but it also goes to and this is something I don't hear too much about usually it goes to books you know as well um, and that's like I said that's what I noticed with um, you know different websites their bestseller lists a lot of, a lot of those titles would be you know um, just different different politicians you know and promoting either their stuff or Putting down another another person's ideas, so yeah, um, I just thought that was something to bring up. And I, I had to call back because I just love this topic tonight, and and everyone's calls have been so great.
6: Fantastic! Uh, I'm going to play this for just a sec. Thanks for the thanks for uh, thanks for being you, James. James has a podcast called Salcedo Paranormal. Check it out. Link in the description. Good friend of mine. I'm going to play this just for just a sec. Make sure you can hear it, so you can hear it from that spot. If you can't. We'll have to redo because this is not. Uh, actually, hold on. No, I can't. Oh, let's let's do it. Let's try. It. Let me get like give me like uh, five seconds. Here we go. Uh, I guess we'll do that because I'm not set up to do it this way. Let's see. Cross your fingers.
3: Uh,
6: nothing's happening. <laughs> God damn it. All right. Uh hold on. Hold on. <laughs> wait, everybody wait wait. I got a thing here. I got a thing here. Uh I think I'm supposed to play this not with that, with the other thing. Um oh, man. too many buttons. Too many buttons. Too, uh, too many files. So actually uh so David sent them to me on these files that are uh M what are these? V uh no. Uh CDA audio files and I can't just drag it in and yeah, buttons. All right, so I'm going to have to, all right, so we're, we're I'm sorry, Dave, we're going to have to uh, shit, shit can this for for another time, uh, but we, we'll, we'll do a, how about we'll do this? We'll, we'll start uh, working in, if you guys are, uh, do original music as well, let's start working in some of this, like in the last, you know, maybe 30 minutes of the show, like instead of me going to bed and watching TV and, you know, turning on Sean Hannity, God help me, <laughs> or whoever the fuck is Don't on do it. Don't Don, do it. Don Lemon, oh my God, like Don't literally, I it. put that stuff on and I, I just feel instantly like I just want to like hurt myself. <laughs> it's just like, oh yeah
8: don't do it and that's I, why i stopped that's why i stopped
6: yeah yeah and i'm and i mean well, not that, that exactly but yeah. yeah yeah and and i mean that I, I understand when you know please please don't take that the wrong way i, I understand there are people out there struggling with that and I'm, and, and I'm not making light of that i'm just saying that like oh god like why am i watching this shit what what a pain in the ass what a pain in the ass anyway yeah that, there we go there i mean look this this is the whole point, literally. Like uh like forties in the chat said it weighs up. Hey, look this literally the the third hour that's it's for you. And by the way too, uh, I don't know if you guys are interested in this. If you want to do like um, we could peel off some time to do like a ask Michael Strange anything type of stuff. I'm not going to tell you where I fucking live, but shit like that. Uh, we can do stuff like that. If you want to do that, like what do you think about this that thing? Not that I'm anybody important, but I'm just saying that like. Sam Tripoli, by the way, if you guys ever heard of this guy, this dude does like AMAs like three times a week. And like, it's like a ridiculous engagement. And I'm like, talk about lazy, right? Talk about super lazy, but we also kind of don't do it in that format. Meaning that, uh, it w it could be interesting, uh, if you're interested so anyway let me know uh, it's one of those things where it's like i'm not i'm less interested because i'm me and so i know what i think <laughs> but like, yeah. right but right yeah. but you may you know you, maybe you're like hey what do you think about this mike have you heard of this you know what i mean like i don't know if, if you're i'm not interested in that honestly honestly because i think there's so many more uh, like amazing concepts to think about and consider But if you want to know and you want to do something like that, we can do that. And we we probably should work one of those in once in a while because there are some great comments on, like, YouTube and stuff where people make, you know, comments and I can address them and kind of go back and, you know, talk about not just like the – because there's a lot of criticism that we get and I talk about the criticism sometimes. Uh, But there's also a lot of people that just say some amazing stuff, too, that, you know, uh, just some uh, good, good, good additions, good questions to some of the things we've talked about. So, I mean, maybe maybe at some point we can do the Fridays and do something like that. Like, literally, uh, this is the thing. Right. So if we could do a Friday show and not have me have to do like, you know, hours of prep and you guys were literally keen to, like, just call and kind of, you know, talk. I'm willing to do it. It's just like I just can't. There's so much time, guys. There's just so much fucking time. Oh yeah, James. How much time? (laughs) So much time.
8: Hours. Uh, Hours. It's
3: hours. It's hours.
8: Even when you're not necessarily looking things up online, you're thinking about, okay, what is what is that show gonna be? What am I? What do I have to look? What do I have to look into for that show?
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. Uh, Forty says, "Dear Mr. Strange, is it true that Starbucks coffee has addictive stuff in it?" Oh shit. (laughs) <laughs> i don't fucking know i don't drink that crap i don't hey if it if it doesn't if it doesn't have a five percent label on it i ain't drinking it <laughs> nice <laughs> so forget that i don't even know yeah see i, I don't know That's Like a t-shirt yeah, that's a t- again always a T-shirt, right? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. So, so I'm not saying that like Michael Strange is a celebrity. I'm saying like if you guys want to do so. So Jimmy Church, by the way, you guys know Jimmy Church. He does. a... Uh, am gonna I'm gonna reserve judgment and not say my true thoughts because it's unprofessional, and well, God forbid I be unprofessional. <laughs> but what, but what I'm gonna say is that uh, he does. Uh, he 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 goes Monday through Thursday also with the same same time slot, and he does uh, Thursday nights he does open lines and he calls it Fader or Nights or whatever because whatever i don't know but like if we could do something like that if you guys are interested and we get engagement enough here's here's the embarrassing part right if it's like oh well we're going to do open lines on Fridays right and play like you know real music and not like bumper music we could play Madonna's material girl for instance which if you if you listen to the old podcast you'll know (laughs) that was a that was a fucking issue back in the day but we could play whatever we want music wise we could take music requests and do like goofy stuff and just kind of open lines we could do that we could actually do that so I'm just saying like the, the embarrassing part is if we go all right let's do open lines and nobody calls that's the embarrassing part <laughs> so so that's, that's that's what i'm saying so so if you guys if you guys want more of this and you're seriously interested in just like kind of random shit or want to follow up on other stuff or bring up new ideas i don't know i don't fucking know like i said it's a so i'm i'm a little um hesitant to do that cuz i don't know if we'll have enough engagement to actually carry that show but we could do it i'm ready i'm ready to go i just don't want to have to like um put in a whole nother you know, several hours of prep and all the rest of that to make sure that there's some coherent narrative. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's just a lot of work. So I'm saying if you guys want to shoulder some of that, well, we can do an extra show and I'm not scared. I'm not afraid of that. So, so you guys know me, I, I'm, I'm ready to talk. Here I am. 702. Nine five seven one zero three seven. James, what else you got, brother?
8: <laughs> you know, I'm sure we get callers and I mean, hey, if it comes down to it, I'd be happy to just co host with you on those Fridays if you want. There mm-hmm. you go. Just See? See? See?
6: You. We got volunteer go. number one. Volunteer number one. James, who's also number one, by the way, is uh there you go. There it is. There it is. So so okay, I, you guys let me know, like I said, uh it's one of those things where we're like, I don't know. We're we're sort of in that um in that weird realm of where does this happen next? Where, where do we go next, right? Like, I, I don't know. Um, it, it's sort of on the precipice of success, and uh, it's uh, it's cool. Cool, cool, as APOC says. It's also scary, by the way, just for, um, you, you know how, like, uh, when you've worked so hard for so long at something, and then suddenly it's staring you back, and it's like, pressure. <laughs> it's like, what's next? I don't fucking know. I don't know. I don't know. So like, like I, I want you to understand too. Like, uh, like for all for all, we're not there yet. Like they're there yet, but um, as far as I'm concerned, this is a success because of all the amazing people that I've met that have been part of this. That uh, right. So so again, right. I know I'm gushing a little bit about this, but I kind of actually planned on this being sort of a weird wishy washy sort of show because it is sort of like an anniversary show, sort of like um, you know, one of those. Weird uh milestones, right? Like, uh, uh like they they come so fucking fast that I don't even, you know, like like this many episodes or that many episodes or this like how the fuck do you milestone anything? Like James, I've been talking for this many thousand hours, like my ten thousandth hour of rambling. <laughs> how do we celebrate that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Fuck.
8: Yeah, I'm I'm gonna be dealing with that this summer <laughs> because exactly, you know, exactly. in a way. We, we just had my 100th episode recently, and this summer, if I keep on going the same pace, which I plan to, we're going to be at the 200th episode. And, and then, after that, after summer, in October, there's the two-year the two anniversary. Two-year anniversary? I think two-year anniversary. Um... Geez, I don't even know anymore. That'd be yeah, sad. see,
6: been
3: two
8: like, years. What, what do
6: you celebrate the number number of the episodes? Because like they come up weird. So like when I live stream them, but then they took delayed to the podcast feed by a day or two sometimes. So I mean, like you know, which which thing am I celebrating? <laughs> I don't fucking that that. Uh, how about we celebrate this the ten thousand the dumb thing that Mike says? So let's let's do something like that. <laughs> we'll do that. That's probably best. That's probably best. I don't I don't fucking know, man. I don't know, like. It seems like uh, like these milestones are important, but also not, you know? Like, I don't know. I'm kind of an asshole in that way where, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's Christmas. <laughs> like, yeah, There's shit that needs to be done. Shit needs to be done. <laughs> I don't know.
8: So don't know. Matt has an interesting idea in the chat here. I All just right, saw cool. it.
6: Cool. What do we got? He says,
8: let's do a roast on Mike.
6: Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one, too. I like that. I like that. Yeah, uh, we can do something like that. Yeah, I I think that's the thing, right? So it's like um, like I'm not afraid to have fun and 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 make fun of myself, and that's the whole point, right? It's like it, I I would literally not be here putting my face up on the thing and like talking about random shit if like I wasn't okay with that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. What do we what do we do? I don't know. Like like. You guys tell me, like, give me some feedback. Start talking. This is the type of stuff that we want to hear, and it's fine. Like I said, we're uh, we're we're growing into something that I never considered. The engagement is super high. You guys are like like locked into everything I'm saying, and I gotta tell you, it's fucking weird. It's fuck. It's a little. You guys are fucking weird, but I love you for it. It's one of those things, right? It's one of those like. It's just my thoughts, you know. I'm just a random guy. I'm literally like a knucklehead on the internet with a microphone, and I mean that. But. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like uh, like again, right? Like uh when success, success stares you back in the eyes and it's like, "All right, what's your next move, Mike?" I'm like, "Fuck, I don't know." Like, <laughs> "Fuck, I don't know." Like it was, a, it was a long road to get here. So it's like, like, do you like fall on your knees and cry and like take six months off and like, you know, refine yourself? I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know, man. I'm not like that, but you know what I mean? I don't know, James. Uh, fuck. What do I do, James? Uh, tell me, tell me something terrible about myself that'll make me feel better.
8: Well,
6: you know, you talk so damn much. <laughs> I do, I talk too fucking much. Ask ask Matt. I had dinner I had dinner with him and his wife Lacey. And I just talk too fucking much. <laughs> I just keep talking. What can you do? What can you do? I don't know. I don't know, man. It's fine. There you go. Keep on keeping on. This is what I'm saying. It's it's okay. And like literally, this is what the third hour's for—to kind of get sloppy and just uh, turn into whatever the fuck it turns into. Uh, I will uh, get David's uh, audio files um, flipped into a a format I could put into my soundboard, and uh, we'll we'll play. I I promised him we'll play some of those, so I'll get that done. I have them on my computer. They're just not. like you would expect, uh, they're just different files that don't work with again. Audio formats are weird sometimes, so there you go. There you oh, go. Yeah. Uh, wrong, wrong, uh, yeah, you know, right, James? <laughs> uh, audio formats—they <laughs> yep. suck, right? Uh,
8: yeah, yeah. Yep, that's, yeah. That's then. You get, and then when you try to take it to this is more behind the scenes stuff, I guess, in a way. So, sorry, not sorry, but you try to take it to like make a YouTube video out of out of the audio with the image, and but you got to have just the right kind of file for the audio to get that even set up so it's um i always say you know and i know you've you've said this before too it's it takes a lot more than one person overall to make a a, a podcast you know over time i mean you definitely start out on your own but man yeah all all
6: all, all the bangers like joe rogan's got a jamie to look shit up right he's got like i'm sure he's not like editing shit and and you know like making that uh, he's not doing any of that like at some point right like and i'm not saying we're there i'm just saying like I, i'm not i'm such a control freak too by the way so i'm not sure i could ever hand it off anyway i uh, got some good stuff over here robert says uh robert says this let's see uh da, da, da. Oh, he says this uh okay mike if you were a jeopardy question what would it be there we go see and that's why look see we could do amas just in the chat and that's funny as fuck uh ronald says i'll take michael strange for 500 alex (laughs) there it is there it is uh robert adds mike needs better lighting so people don't see blue hair and that's true uh because my hair is not blue (laughs) i promise you that it's not it's uh, ask matt and lacy is it as gray as it looks Maybe I don't fucking know. I don't even care. Right. We're we're locked into who we are and I just don't really care about that stuff. But, but it is not as blue as it appears, but I'm telling you, there's a lot going on with like all the technology and shit. Cause like, you know, like I can do all this stuff. I can just kill the thing. Right. And like, just kill the thing and make the backgrounds. And you know, I mean, there's, there's a lot to that, to all this. It's like, you know, boop, boop, boop. I don't know. I don't know. Four, four, oh, nearly four years in. A, four, first week of April. Four years. One month away, guys. Is four years of trouble, man. Can you fucking believe that? I can't even believe. That's that. amazing. That sounds That incredible. is. That is amazing. Yeah, and so like literally, like you l- literally take the first, the first, uh the first year and throw it out because it's like right. It's like figuring out what you're doing, all the rest of that, and then you know, then people start to find you, and then Kelly finally calls, and then. There you go. <laughs> it's all downhill from there. Uh, uh, Apoch says it doesn't look blue to me. It kind of looks blue to me. There you go. Let's do it. Let's do it. If we're going to do it, let's just do it. Let's do the blue. It kind of looks blue. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm just grateful I still have hair. <laughs> about that? That's probably fine. That's probably fine. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. James, what do you think? Uh, you, uh, you down, you you said you're down for Fridays to like do some wacky shit. I wouldn't bend you over a barrel and make you do like every Friday, but you're interested, interested to like a uh, roast Mike or AMAs or just kick it and shoot the shit and drink some, whatever, drink some, uh, <laughs> some fire, fire brew.
8: Yeah. You know, I mean, Fridays 99% of the time I'm home anyway, so why not hang out with you all and friends online i mean i can't think of much better to do at home than doing that so I, I, I was gonna tell you too i am serious i would not mind doing that that sounds like a lot of fun and it would be it'd be fun like you said to do a show where we don't have to do all the research you know for it beforehand that that also sounds good
6: yeah yeah it's it's a uh, that that's the thing right so like putting together like an idea is um it's hard. Like, it's it, like it's not hard, you know, because I've been doing it for a long time, so I'm not complaining. But just like extra hours is uh, becomes it, it just becomes difficult. It's like a whole other like fuck. Like I got so like, so like if I don't have an idea like two hours before showtime, it's super stressful because you're like you know grinding trying to figure something out. Because, again, right, we got a standard. We got we had a standard to upkeep, James. We can't just do some bullshit. We got to, like, you know, like, do something worthy of a troubled minds conversation. And so, like, you know, vampires don't cut it anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like uh, maybe two years ago they did, but not anymore. Like, we kind of burned through all that shit. So I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, there we go. No, there we go. Nightstalker says be, be be keeping an eye on the weird animal stories over the weekend. Could be a seed idea there. Been saving links. Yeah, yeah. There's some weird shit. There's tons of weird shit to talk about, and that's that's the whole point, right? I've, I I was actually eyeballing that as well. There's some uh, there's some weird crypto crypt, uh, cryptic uh, what was it called crypto. Crypto. cryptids cryptids, cryptids. I've got yeah. i'm so confused i'm all oh, bitcoin bitcoin <laughs> there's some wild bitcoins <laughs> in the forest what are we gonna do <laughs> i don't fucking know i don't know james ah uh, j what are we what's next james what do we do next james
8: I don't know about you, but I've got uh, Jennifer coming on my show tomorrow night. So, okay. and uh, funny enough, we're going to be talking about cryptids. So, oh, really?
6: Really? Yeah,
8: yeah, <laughs>
6: yeah. How did we get here? You see what I'm saying? It's just weird, isn't it? It's weird. When I brought it up, not you, and then synchronicity. I don't fucking know.
8: And again, I wouldn't have met Jennifer if I hadn't found this show.
6: And I wouldn't have met Jennifer if she hadn't have found this show, <laughs> so let's let her go and uh I don't know, I don't know and and no, I'm not gonna say, it. I'm not gonna say it. I'm gonna have to say it now because I said I'm not gonna say it. Jennifer was like she said several times like when she first found it, she was like, "Oh God, another one of these shows." <laughs> and then she watched it a little bit and was like, "Wait, this is not exactly what I thought it was, and that's a good thing. That's a good thing. So I, I mean that in the best way. I mean that in the best way. I and mean, that's good, right? Like the whole idea is like again, making people think, making people change their minds. Not about me. Like I don't care about that, honestly. Like there's there's gonna be people that get it, there's gonna be people that don't get it. But change their mind about themselves, about about kind of the world we live in, right? That right there, that's uh that that's that's big. It's a big thing because the the world we live in is not like it seems. Shit, my webcam died again. James, tell us some amazing shit. Uh,
8: success. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm so sorry. That's that's terrible. I'm sorry your webcam died. Dang it.
6: Ah, uh, right. Oh, bullshit. <laughs> it's bullshit. I was just showing off my blue hair and everything too. <laughs>
8: no, but um, great show tonight. Great callers, everyone. And uh, but yeah, definitely Fridays. I'm, I'm definitely. That sounds like a lot of fun. So just you know, like Mike said, let you all let us know, and I'd be happy to uh to be there for that
6: bingo bingo there you go all right all right so uh, let me fix this thing real fast and then do the thing and then uh all right so uh, you guys know james has a podcast called self paranormal check it out he's uh five nights a week uh he hard, works harder than me five nights a week i don't do that no. don't <laughs> my do gosh that. no yeah, yeah
8: i don't want that no 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 yeah check it out i have, yeah. to, I have to disagree with you on that one then mike i know all we right. don't
6: dis- disagree on a lot but all right i have
8: to disagree on that but that's okay I guess we can still be friends.
6: All right. That's fine. I guess we can be friends. We'll we'll disagree today, and we'll be friends tomorrow. That's the novel idea that nobody gets anymore. It's all good. It's all good. All right. So, uh, so we're about to do this. We're about to shut this down. Now, the thing is this, I don't know what the thing is to be perfectly honest, any fucking more, uh, we're going to do uh so let's do it. Let's, let's start working in, uh, if you guys got original music you want to play, let's start working it in and we may as well, if you got, we if you can give permission to play it and we're not going to get taken down for copyright strikes and shit like that. Uh, let's do it. Let's play some of the stuff and let's share the love. Like I said, never, I never thought we'd get here to the point where we were able to have some reach where people gave a fuck you know what I mean like it's um, it's one of those things like it seems silly saying it now right because it's like there's a lot of eyes on this and uh, like we're um, and I say we and I mean that like we're we're coming up in this world like in this this sort of talk paranormal space quite a lot um, and not only that independently which I'm super proud of I'm not kissing anybody's ass to get there how about that right like that uh, this is not part of that UFO circle jerk which you know, that's that's the Stephen Cambian line. But I but I kind of agree. You know, like the fast, easy way is to just interview all the people in the UFO circles, and like everybody wants to be on your show, and then you want to be on their show. But then also, by the way, you have to be nice to them. You know what I mean? And I'm not I'm not scared of being nice to people, but I'm all I also don't want to be able to have to hedge my words. I've said this a lot, and I mean this. Like 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 literally trim off my actual thoughts on things because let's say james uh, you know disagrees with me you know what i'm saying i know james wouldn't care and we're friends and it's fine but like you know like once you start getting like these people into these circles into your circle and you're in their circles like you kind of have to right like drama ensues if you go afoul of this guy or that gal or the uh fuck <laughs> god
8: uh, well and not only that all your shows start to sound similar
6: yeah, it's the same shit. That's,
8: that's, yes, yeah.
6: yes, and that's why this show's different because it's like it's it's a concept, it's an idea, it's a get together and talk and you know like consider these things that hopefully nobody has talked about recently or maybe hopefully if you're doing it right ever. And I think that's the, that's the thing, right? That's the thing. I don't know. I don't know what to do other than we'll just keep on trucking, right? Keep on trucking, James. Put it in gear, slam the gas pedal, and pray you don't hit anything. <laughs> that's it that's it that's it that's it that's it so we got uh jennifer is going to be on James's show tomorrow talking about cryptids uh you want to uh you want to sell your uh show anymore james we got some time here i guess people are still listening i'm, I'm shocked people are still listening but but hey uh let's do it what, what you got brother what's coming up what's on your plate for uh 2022
8: yeah well um of course tomorrow we got that planned already um, so my usual schedule lately has been Mondays. Um, I find true paranormal stories from the web, now of course I say true, that is stories of experiences people have had, so, but I'd rather believe in these stories just because I find so many of them that are so similar and have one or two be maybe exaggerated or false than to just dump it all and say none of this is real, I can't do that because of my own experiences. But um so I do that Mondays Tuesdays and Wednesdays usually I do a similar show, True Ghost Stories from the Web um, Thursdays I've been doing book reviews and then Fridays I do a, a deep dive into a certain topic and the next one of those, it'll probably be, take a few Fridays to get through um, I'm going to be looking into mountains and the way so much paranormal seems to surround mountains and mountain ranges so um, I think that'll be interesting and I've already started looking into that and so that's that's the plan for this uh, and then once in a while I'll have the, um, once a month actually I just heard that now in fact I gotta talk with Derek again soon um, Derek and I do an episode on comic books and the paranormal where we cover one event in the comics and uh, talk about the ties to the occult and the paranormal and uh, all of that so that's always a lot of fun too I I, I love having people on um, that I know that that uh, you know, have a lot to share, and it's just I love doing that in my show as well. Just similar to your show in that way, I I, I do love talking with people. So that's I about
6: it. Fucking right. All right. So stay tuned. Uh, we're gonna do some uh, work on some Friday shows. Like I said, if you uh, if you got an idea or you wanna, as you know, the whole idea of this forever has always been: look, you don't have to be Linda Howe or Richard Dolan to be on this show, right? And that's why. I I've not sent any of those people emails and no offense to them they're fine. Like I I don't mean that in a derogatory way, please don't don't misunderstand me. If if you love those people, go still love those people. My point is, right? Like like there are many 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 amazing people that can be part of this conversation. It's not just UFOs, you see? Like like uh, fuck's sakes, like I get like the criticism I get James when they're like, "Fuck, this guy talks about everything but UFOs." I kinda do, don't I? <laughs> I kinda do. But also, fuck UFOs. Like really? Seriously? Like that's from nineteen fifty five and shit. Who wants to talk about UFOs anymore? That's <laughs> so exhausting. Yeah.
8: Yeah, you know, it's all it's all about finding new questions to ask about all these things. And I, I think that's one thing I love about your show is you do cover so many different things. And but they all seem to connect in different ways, too, which is always interesting.
6: Always no, interesting. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. All right. So thanks for indulging my ramblings. And uh, at least uh, most, uh, most times, I say probably two-thirds of the time, I'm mostly coherent. But uh, we'll just, we'll just uh, something's working. So we're just going to keep on doing what's working. And what's working, by the way, is you you amazing people you guys know who you are out there uh, amazing folks like james here again give him some love salcedo paranormal links in the description if you haven't joined his discord please do uh, i'll actually get that right now and uh, share it in, in the chat i don't know let's let's like uh, there's just too much uh, too much um too much good stuff going around too many good people that uh let's say let's say undiscovered you know what i'm saying like that's my point about the richard dolan linda Moulton Howe thing it's like it's nothing against them it's just like There's so many people that are brilliant out there that we seem to be attracting, James. (laughs) That's weird. It's weird, bro. I'm, I'm, uh, in the old days I used to consider every phone call like I was always on guard, like it was going to be a troll call, and they were going to be like, Oh, I saw a Nazi pyramid take off at the Giza Strip," and ah, right. And I did get one of those ones, but like, right? For the most part, like no (laughs) like everybody's smarter than me i'm like oh shit okay all right (laughs) okay all right all right wow okay and that's
8: that's why i kept listening after the first show because caller after caller and the next night caller after caller and just kept on going and then eventually you came and i forget what show it was now but i I, you covered a topic that i kind of felt like i could talk about a little bit so i called in and you know now i I call I think a couple of few nights a week at least usually, so
6: yeah dude, yeah almost almost every damn show, James, almost every damn show you're starting to freak me out, No. no I so wait,
8: so I talk too much too, damn it,
6: uh, yeah, yeah, duh. Duh. It's okay. We're in the same boat. We're in the same boat. It's totally good. You you always know you're welcome. Uh, I dropped uh, James's Discord in the chat. Please uh, please join that. If you haven't joined our Discord at TroubleMinds, TroubleMinds.org, click the Discord link. Uh, they're starting to censor stuff. So pretty please also, by the way, do not, uh, please, please start hedging the things you share on Discord because, well, it's turning into the rest of the technocratic assholes. And, and the problem is, of course, because we can't, this is why we can't have nice things because you get people like that are so detached from the propaganda cycle that they think that a ton of this shit is real. And they start saying things like trust the plan. (laughs) You know what I mean? Uh, That's why we can't have nice things. So anyway, anyway, please come join the discord, come meet amazing people like my good friend James here and uh, check out his podcast join the, his discord as well, etc. So on, I don't know, bro, what do we do? What the hell? Uh, like, like I said, if you guys, you guys know, you're always invited on the show. If you're out there listening and you want to be a part of the show. And like I said, please, I want to make sure to, if you're on the show and you're like, Hey, I got an idea for a show please don't feel obligated for three hours. Cause I don't myself. Like I said, if I'm exhausted, it's two and a half hours and nobody's calling me. I'll shut this shit down and go watch TV. So I'm, I'm, I haven't done it yet. Cause like every time I threaten you guys just call, <laughs> so you see, you see, you see how this works, right? I'm like, oh, don't, don't make me go nuclear option, but I'm just saying like, don't feel obligated. I understand three hours as a long fucking haul. And um, yeah. So j- just, just to let you know, if you want to, if you're like, I got an idea, I want to be on for like an hour. Totally totally you know what i mean just uh know that i'm flexible and uh you don't have to have ufo blog credentials or be richard dolan or linda molten you just uh be you and want to talk about some amazing things so just let you know just let you know james can vouch for that let's get the fuck out of here james you got some uh you got some amazing shit for us to talk about on the outro here
8: i just say always question always be learning always always try to learn new things because um Think that's uh you know and then and and but make sure while you're doing that that you're kind there to others kind to everyone because you never know what others are going through
6: there you go i love it you never know what others are going through so let chill let's be chill let's be okay it's okay to not be right today but to correct ourselves and be right tomorrow don't forget don't listen to the person who has the answers. Listen to the person who has the questions. Quote from Albert Einstein. <laughs> oh, boy. Came across that on accident. I got one more thing I got to add to this as we're doing the outros. Uh, this is from Joseph Campbell, and I think it uh, fits to this show. Uh, where was it? So many so many great things Joseph Campbell said. Here we go. You are more than you think you are. There are dimensions of your being and a potential for realization and consciousness that are not included in your concept of yourself. Your life is much deeper and broader than you conceive it to be here. What you are living is but a fractional fractional inkling of what is really within you, what gives you life, breadth, and depth. And there you go tons and tons and tons of Joseph Campbell quotes that were blowing my mind and as part of this uh, discussion tonight and sort of that idea of the cyclical mythologies and why these stories resurface and maybe when they do blow my mind blown my mind all right so let's get the hell out of here please follow James Salcido Salcido Paranormal link in the description and uh, 200,000 and more 200,000, I can't even fucking believe it. That's such an incredibly big number. And uh, thank you again. I don't know what else to say. I don't know what to say other than uh, what happens when you shut down the guy with the biggest mouth in show business. I don't even know. I don't know what to say, James. Help. I think you said all you need to say. Here you go. Except for the very end. Except for the very end. Which, by the way, is now an inside... Situation So it goes a little Something like this Monday, Tuesday Wednesday, Thursday 7pm Pacific Troubled Minds Radio We got Monday And Friday At 3pm Pacific uh, The 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 news show which you can find on twitch exclusively until it hits the podcast feed so we'll see you guys tomorrow live at 3 p.m with more news i've got some of the news curated i'll pick some more tomorrow that's super fresh and talk about this amazing stuff so there you go there you go we're gonna keep on doing it like i said something's working so uh stfu and sit down and we'll just keep on doing it and there's the phone that just died There you go. Perfect timing. All right. So as we finish, it goes exactly like this. And this one is for my good friend, James. Be sure. Be strong. Be true. Thank you for listening. From our troubled minds to yours. Have a great night.